My name is Cain Velasquez. You're watching Below the Belt Show. You got a catchphrase? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the Below the Belt Show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. That's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTB Below the Belt Show in the Mother Effin' House. I'm your host, Al Soda, a.k.a. Celebrity Soda, your host with the most for your weekly eargasm. And we got an incredible show for you guys tonight from top to bottom, as per usual. Let's welcome back to BTB. He is the one and only... Paul Darth Wallace. We finally figured out a nickname for you. Man, so I'm a Sith. <laughs> you are a Sith Lord. And you don't give a Sith, do you? <laughs> no, I don't give a Sith at all. <laughs> and guys, it's been probably two years since we had this man on Below the Belt Show Airwaves. Uh, I can't really recall why we haven't had him on, but anyways, he is back and black by popular demand. He is the one and only stand-up comedian extraordinaire, CJ Bernie. Hello, people out there. I just want to let you know work release is, is a wonderful thing. Just want to let you guys know. <laughs> I'm out. I don't have to eat green bologna no more. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I am here live at U U M. Was it UMBC? WNBC at UMBC. WNBC at UMBC. That's right, You guys man. have a great arena. And uh, has it been a couple years? It's been a couple of years. I think last time I was, mm-hmm. we in, we uh, interviewed Robert England. Oh wow, Robert I was England. like, whoa, <laughs> that's right. Wait a second, a couple of years. This basketball team was really good a couple of years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was two years ago because they beat Virginia. Okay. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, really, well, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, about that time. It's been yeah, a couple, yeah, years. Okay. Been well, a couple of years. I guess we'll keep the fans updated, man. I mean, it's been a while since we had you on the show. Um, what have you been up to? Um, well, still doing stand-ups? Uh, still doing stand-ups. Still traveling? Still, well, I started traveling. Okay. Uh, now I'm uh, officially opening up for uh, one of the one of the top comedians in the, in the country, right, and maybe in the world. Uh, opening up for Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle Crawford? I'm on, wow. the, I'm on the road with him, and uh, like we've, we've been like everywhere, man. It's like we've been to Charlotte and Columbus, Toledo. Wow. Uh, actually, I'll be in Arlington, Texas at the Arlington Improv, November 22nd through the 24th. Right. So, Arlington, Texas, here we come. All right. Get ready to pee in your Texas, pants. Huh? <laughs> Everything is big in Texas when you come back home, it's small again. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> don't repeat that. That's mine. It's, uh, don't nobody take that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I've been up to that. I've been coaching uh, seven, seven-year-old football, youth football, so... Right now, we win this week. We win this weekend. We'll be in the Super Bowl next week. Oh, congratulations! So we're not in no during the regular season. Now, 
We got to win one game to get to the Super Bowl, and so hopefully still, we can bring home. You still call it a Super Bowl, even though there is the NFL Super Bowl, which is oh, a whole different uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's scale. Yeah, okay. it's for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. It's just a smaller Super yeah, Bowl. It's smaller Super Bowl. It's not that are big trophy. You get the little small. Are you dancing in the halftime show? Who me? Yeah, at the kids' Super Bowl. They ain't even paying nobody to do this. Oh, Why would I be in the halftime show? I'm sure they pay you to dance, man. Heck no. It's gonna be, be great, too man. cold. It's not inside of a dome. You need to have like a touchdown dance though. Well, if I score, then yeah. I mean, but I'm a coach. <laughs> Coaches don't do all of the, the dances and stuff. You scored like the Ravens, who won 37 to 20 last Sunday against the Patriots, guys. Good versus evil. Wow, oh, it was certainly good versus evil. The man. force versus. Wait what? a second, I'm the, the dark side. The dark side. <laughs> right, right. So, um, anyone shocked about the results of that game? Nope, not this year. Um, the Ravens always give Brady a lot of trouble. I mean, it seems like. They they have his number. That's the one team that could beat him. Yes, but by such a big margin. Though. That's what the shocker. Yes. Well, we beat him before him. We, before we went to the Super Bowl, we beat yes, him. Yes, like but it wasn't so, was twenty eight to twenty eight to thirteen. Yeah, it was. Okay, okay. we beat we beat him pretty handily a couple of times. Okay, okay. The last time they defeated season, we would have beat him if somebody didn't call a yeah. timeout. Yeah, and we done we done had some rough games against him, like when uh, mm-hmm. Steve Hoska missed that field goal that you know mm-hmm. could have sent us to the championship. But thank you, Steve. Wherever you are. We have a kicker now. <laughs> yeah, we have a great kicker. We don't need you anymore, Steve. Oh, man, we have the perfect kicker, man. Jesus Christ. The guy sings opera, too, man. They call him Jay Tuck. <laughs> He's always straight down the line. <laughs> CJ, you're also uh, doing work for Maryland Championship Wrestling. You're doing graphic design for them still, right? No. Not so much? I don't work for them anymore. What though, happened, they, man? They got rid of me. Um, what? What had happened? Did they find cheap labor in China? Or something? Not really. I mean, okay. what had, what had happened? I had um, I I was taking care of my father for a year, and it was like things that got real tight, and mm-hmm. I didn't have the time, you know, just to do everything they needed me to do, and they had found somebody else to do it, and it's, you know, I mean, I guess it's the business when you can't do it, and then somebody else comes yeah. along, and then like you know, I'm still a MCW original. There you go. Hashtag. That's what I, I am. That's but I would, I mean, I would love to go back and work for him. I, mean, I, I, I love the guys. I mean, you know, Bruiser. A lot of people don't know, you know, from one of the most popular, um, one of the most popular wrestlers from uh, MCW. Just uh, won his battle with leukemia. He actually won it. He eliminated. won it. He's in remission. In remission. He rung That's the awful. bell. He rung good. the bell. Left the hospital good. and. And you know he's a he's a real good dude. You know I, I love him to death, man. But he 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 put up a fight and he right. won. That's good news. That's to always hear, great to hear. That's oh yeah. A big belt. yeah. But yeah, local wrestling, uh, DMV wrestling fans is a big weekend because we have AEW. MCW and AEW having events uh, this week. Um, I think MCW has an event tomorrow. Tomorrow, now, yeah. Right? Oh man, it's got some of the stars from AEW. Yeah. Orange Cassidy, best friends. Wow. Uh, Lucha, Lucha, man. what's the name? The one with the dinosaur. Lucha, oh, Lucha Ro- Source. Yeah, Lucha is gonna be there. That's why he's here. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they. are wrestling. I think yeah. they're just there for the, yeah. for the, um, you know, get the fans right. and meet them because it's a brand new organization and the mm-hmm. fans, the fans know who they are. It's just they just, yeah. you know, they yeah. finally get a chance to meet them up front and you know personal. So right. it's a good event. Yep. And are you alluding to the meet and greet that's happening? There's yeah. also a meet and greet happening at Ramshead, right? Right. I haven't heard about the one. Okay, the one in Ram's head, I believe, is associated with AEW. Oh, no, the StarCast. They got StarCast happening for the next four days. Oh, that's cool. For you guys as a big wrestling fan, StarCast is one of the most popular events around mm-hmm. that is around the country. They're going to Sting is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some a lot of like a, a lot of the, 
Though some of the legends is going to be there tomorrow, this whole weekend for the next four days. Eric Bischoff, I saw Eric Bischoff. Yeah. You got Jim Cornette. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be so many. It's like it's okay. like the Super Bowl of wrestling. So this is the Rams. Oh, really this awesome. is Rams Head Live, though, correct? Yeah. Okay. That's good. one of the events, but they what? got so many that's going around. Okay. Good. good I good. think Jimmy Seawu has an event for him too. Okay. Oh, that's so. And of course, Saturday night, uh, November 9th, is AEW at uh, First Mariner. Full gear. Uh, Roll Baltimore Farms. Arena. Roll Farms. I call it Baltimore Arena because that's Roll what it was Farms. forever. I call it the Big Chicken Box. That's what Roll Farms. Man, you mentioned Chicken Box, so we got to segue into that. Goddamn. Popeye's fried chicken sandwich, man. I just people had are getting fucking killed. Did you hear about this in PG? Yeah, I did hear man? about that. Why were why, why people killing each right, other? I had to do my research. I finally was able to get my hands on one for lunch today. That motherfucker was delicious, man. I could see why people are <laughs> fighting and killing each other over these sandwiches. Look, that, look, people, it's just a fucking sandwich. That's all. <laughs> you can make it at home with right. the same shit. <laughs> Come See, on. I'm cutting weight, so I can't can't eat it right the now. Thing, so no thing, carbs for me. The thing about that sandwich, though, eat it, the chicken. It, it's uh, <laughs> it seems like it's like very homemade. It's got that homemade appeal to it, you know. Are they yeah. like the normal yeah. like dinner rolls as the rolls? Maybe I don't know. If I forgot what kind of roll it the, is, the but it's is, good though. The, ro- the roll is tasty. The chicken's juicy and moist, and the the crispiness is the same crispiness you find in their fried chicken. And if chicken. Popeye's Chicken wants to sponsor the show, yeah. we won't refuse it. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the Colombian Popeye's that ran out of damn sandwiches. I sat in line, forget yeah. to your window, and you say, we're out of sandwiches, sir. But, well, if you think that's bad, I went to McDonald's once, and they mm. ran out of hamburgers. How is that possible? I don't know. That's like Ronald McDonald running out of makeup. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we're still endorsing this amazing chicken sandwich despite peeping, people getting killed is... Is one thing though. <laughs> Pretty crazy guy. Even it's the cr- Popeyes death I mean, chicken think sandwich. About it, I mean, even the crackheads are probably. Hey, dude, I don't want any crack. I just want a Popeyes sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, how special yeah, that is. Man. That's awesome, <laughs> guys. Enough we, about it. We got an incredible show from top to bottom. Let's announce our call-in guests. We have two smoking hotties. Yeah, for I saw call-in nice. guests, man. We have, um, you weren't sure if she was a sister, but I, I'm not sure if she is or not. She might be mixed. Her name is Natalie Malaika. You can see her on Netflix feature film. It's a thriller film called Fractured. Streaming on Netflix now. She plays a receptionist. And, wow, I, j- I started watching this thriller uh, film on Netflix, and it's got me on the tip of my toes. It's a very good film. And um, Natalie plays one of the receptionists in a very pivotal scene. Awesome. She is there when the family just disappears. We're talking about the wife oh, and the daughter of Sam Worthington's character. That's crazy. And I can't wait to finish this movie now. Um, but we have Natalie Malika. I need to check Calling it out. in to Blow the Belt Show. Also, guys, if that wasn't enough, we also have from our friends over at Shandrew Public Relations, we have one of their clients... Supermodel and actress Katya Bakat. She was in the movie called Angel Has Fallen with Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman. Oh, that's cool. She's currently uh, filming <clears throat> for a lead role in the fantasy film Empire Queen. So we welcome Katya Bakat on Below the Belt Show. In addition, I interview um, the cast, two of the cast members of the TV show Queen Sugar in New York as part of the Split Screens Festival. Don Lyon Gardner and Kofi Sirabo. We've got an exclusive on-location interview. Is Don Lyon Gardner related to the lion from this area? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Definitely not related for sure. 
I'm, I'm, maybe he wants uh, her to be related. I have no idea. Uh, also, um, another great interview that I conducted at Monster Mania. It's Catherine Parker. She appears on The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. I talked to her also on location at Monster Mania. It's a huge power pack show, guys. So let's let's do what we do best here on BTV. Let's throw out some Hollywood headlines going on in the world of entertainment. So here we go, motherfuckers. It is time for the Hollywood Report. <laughs> That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. Yeah, Hollywood news, man. That is Benji and Joel. Maryland's own. Wall of Maryland's own. Good Charlotte. I think that's not too far from yeah. where that person got stabbed at the Popeyes. <laughs> so, Peachy Benji County. and Joel, please avoid that Popeyes if you can. <laughs> Nobody's going in no more. <laughs> wait, they have to. They need those sandwiches. <laughs> They're like, dude, give me a sandwich. Oh, wait, wait a minute. This one where the guy got stabbed? Never mind. I'll no, wait. I'll wait. What is it with the fast food places? Did you hear about the guy, like, the guy in a fight? Well, and they're like not gonna get, they're not get killed at a Ruth Chris, man. You have to think of the clients. No, one, like one guy got knocked out of a drive-thru, you know? and his wife like was yelling at him and said, don't do that again. <laughs> he got knocked out of a drive-thru? He got knocked out of yeah. a drive-thru, apparently. It's fast food. That's why, man. You go to upscale chain, you might not see that. So. Not at a Ruth Chris. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, Marvel Phase 4 news, guys. So, this is crazy. So... The Eternals is shooting right now, right? And Angelina Jolie, other cast members. I mean, you have Kit Harington, John Cena yeah. himself on set. So apparently they, there was a bit of a scare on set when a bomb was reported on set. So basically the crew identified an unidentified – well, they didn't identify. They found an unidentified object in the vicinity, and it was uh, where second unit filming was taking oh, place. Oh, scary. So the area was inspected, and uh, everything was deemed safe, and uh, production resumed. Um, but apparently, um, crew were cleared while uh, yeah, inspection smart. occurred. Yeah, but uh, again, it's in production now, guys. Richard Madden, Kumail uh, Nanjani, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, and Salma Hayek, all part of this Marvel Phase 4 movie. Are you looking forward to yeah. Eternals? Um, I'm kind of hit or yeah. messy. When they said bomb, were they thinking about maybe the direction of my... I don't, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I, I'm just not familiar with the characters. Okay. I mean, I know Salma Hayek does not age for some reason, but right? I mean... So she is yeah, Eternal, I guess. She's still a snack at 50 plus. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. So she is truly We're kind of snack at 50. <laughs> I mean, a snack that you a want. A Popeye old, sandwich. a lot of old Twinkies out here. You know, <laughs> ding-dongs and all that stuff out in 1954, things like that. <laughs> She's 50, so <laughs> maybe a Jolly Rancher or something. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe so. Never man. mind. <laughs> <laughs> and we got some news on DCEU's The Batman. Of course, this is the uh, the Bat- Matt Reeves version of The Batman. So Andy Serkis is in talks mm. to play Alfred Pennyworth. Really interesting casting choice. First of all, I don't think is Andy it, is that old. Number one, number two, is it is he going to be mean, a CGI one? Because remember, he does the motion capture stuff. He does mostly motion capture stuff, but as you know, this is a live action Batman yeah. film. So of course, it's, it's going to be. And a he's scene. kind of a bigger dude because I mean, people forget he was Claw from Black Panther. So it's he, like he did a great job. He and did. So which so if he actually lands this role, he will be both in the DCEU. And the MCU, which, in my opinion, is a huge feat. I don't think there's. I think there's a very short list of people that are on both universes. Can you think of anyone else? Um, let's see. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. But no, no I, wait. There is one, but he's not proud of it. 
Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> so wait, so that was like before the DCEU, so that's, I guess it doesn't count. Okay. Yes, he is Deadpool and he is Green yes. Lantern. There's definitely a few more I would have to think Wait, of no, him. he went back in time, so he wasn't Green Lantern. He shot himself before. Yeah, remember he shot him in the head. There you go. <laughs> he said that won't so fucking I, happen again. I guess. <laughs> and that was in the story. Right. So this is so this is another weird casting. Um, so these are both in talks. Andy Serkis in talks to play Alfred, which I think is a very really odd yeah. choice. The Penguin apparently Colin Farrell is in talks really? to play the Penguin. Now I, I thought they cast the, the penguin, penguin. We think of Danny DeVito. I thought they casted somebody for the Penguin already. Or was that just a rumor? No. Well, you, um, you're probably thinking of Paul Dano playing the Riddler. Oh, that's what so, I was So yeah. they're, they're having a big rogues gallery. So you're going to get all the baddies. You're going to get Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz. You're going to get you, um, you know what? I Paul Dano as a Riddler. How about if I cast the Penguin? What about... Uh, the Jonah Hill won't, dude. Why don't you get like one of his buddies? Like a Seth Rogen as a Riddler. Seth Rogen? Well... Because he ha- he has he's kind of heavy. I can't he's imagine that. Seth, see, the thing about Seth, he, he he's really good at comedy. He doesn't really shine in drama. And, and and the superhero genre. Yeah, I guess. No, the, he tried this, it once, but it didn't this, really go this well. This Batman film, I think, is going to go uh, a dark route, similar to the, the previous uh, trilogy. You know what? By, I was worried about Robin, Nolan. Robert Patterson. I mean, he did great in uh, The Lighthouse. I don't know if you saw The Lighthouse yet. But I have yet to see that. The Lighthouse, they were awesome. A lot of people didn't want to see the sparkly vampire from Twilight as Batman. But, but, I mean, if he's like he was in The Lighthouse, you would love him as Batman. Okay. Well, I got to watch the... The thing is, a lot of people only know him from Twilight, so he gets a lot of criticism. Same here. About playing Batman. Dude, what do you think of Rob Pattinson as Batman, CJ? Never watched. Uh, you never seen the Twilight, Twilight. movies? Okay. <laughs> he was a sparkly I just, vampire. I just think a sparkly vampire means a gay, like, <laughs> like I just, I, never mind. I just can't right. speak that on campus. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> for you people that are listening. The snowflakes, I hear you. Snowflakes. <laughs> I'm gonna suck your. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna suck there, Twilight? Huh? <laughs> suck my blood or <laughs> what are you talking about? Never mind. Sorry, this does not. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. So move on. That's gonna be radio ads. CJ, you're back, man. This let's is move on. Fantastic Beast Three in production, guys. Fantastic Within who? Fantastic Beasts. Oh, you said Fantastic Four. I was like, okay. I was getting, <laughs> I was getting excited. Like, yes, yeah, they're coming back out again? Because and la- you know it's coming back out the, again. Well, the last iteration was pretty bad. No, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Part 3. Uh, Warner Brothers announced that filming will um, start in Rio de Janeiro um, in spring of 2020. So, um, apparently, the second film didn't live up to expectations. I don't um, think either one. I don't know. I'm just but, not a big fan of that. But it's still killed at the box office, so of course they're gonna they gotta finish the story, right? You know, it is Harry Potter, you yeah. know. But it's no, it's not Harry Potter. It's it like is not Harry. Well, yeah, okay. So it's a prequel, but uh, and it's still, you know, J.K. Rowling. It's still her story, yeah. you know. Um, but um, again, yes, the Crimes of Grindelwald, very, very. Um, it was on. Un- I thought un- it was very underwhelming. Um, the first film was great. Yeah. First Fantastic Beast. You saw both of yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, because that twist at the end of the first film was good. Right. But, yeah, this we'll see. And I you know. would think with Johnny Depp it would be great because that would be like a good role for him. But right. he just didn't, I don't know, it just mm-hmm. didn't fit him. I don't know. Well, yeah. did you guys, I don't know if you have this in your notes as far as entertainment news, but I, I just seen on Facebook today that they're doing a reboot of Good Times on uh, ABC. 
Uh, something is. Uh, is Jimmy JJ Walker involved? I'm, I'm not gonna watch not. it. Jimmy I'm JJ Walker is not involved. Feature film or series? It's like a it's some type of uh, a live okay. like broadcast or something that they're okay. doing, but I don't know. I got some reboot news, but it's a little later. But you had to bring JJ oh, okay. Walker back. There's nobody you can <laughs> take that. He doesn't look like Jimmy Walker. Never mind. He doesn't look like Jimmy Walker. And I've worked with him before, and he's such a butthole. I oh, it. man. That's disappointing to hear. Yeah, he's a butthole. Well, I hope you're not listening, JJ. I hope you are. I hope you are. <laughs> Please come to my we neighborhood. Watch we watch you on the show sometimes. No. It's not going to be any good times you come to my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. Damn. Never mind. You talking about a Negan baseball bat or something? Yeah. Okay. So right. be like Dino Mike. Let's dance. You're still watching Walking Dead because we're talking about Walking Dead. Uh, of course. Of course. Okay, good, good, good. good. We'll be talking about I'm that always going to watch Walking Dead. All right, so uh, other movie news. Michael Keaton, Sam Jackson, and Maggie Q, three huge stars, will star in a movie called The Asset. It's a independent action thriller. Um, veteran director Martin Campbell, who um, directed Casino Royale, will be directing. Um, it's a script about two of the world's top assassins for hire. So, I mean, Michael Keaton, Sam you have Nick Fury and the original Batman, or the Vulture from the MCU, yep. uh, teaming up. <laughs> And uh, Maggie Q, um, she was amazing in the Di- Divergent movies. So, uh, speaking of that, had, did you bring mm-hmm. up the Russo brothers' new film, Cherry, the one that's filming in Cleveland? I, what do you know about Cherry? Because you, you probably I know a lot more about Cherry than I do. So, I've why been, don't you go I'm ahead? I'm probably been. I can't say I was working on, but I can't say I wasn't working on okay, it. Okay, that's fair. But what, if what I was working about, on it, what can you tell us about this? Because we know the Russo brothers are freaking. They're Amazing involved. cinematic. And also, believe it directors. or not, Tom Holland's involved. He, yeah. he, he's playing a Iraqi. Russo war. brothers, Tom Holland. He's, and and he's wow. playing a role you wouldn't expect. He's playing an Iraqi war veteran. Wow. He's battling drug addiction and robbing banks. Wow, that is a that's a change yeah, of pace. That's from a your, change of pace for from your from friendly Spider-Man. neighborhood Spider-Man, isn't it? So wait a minute, a, cra- a, a drug addict that robs banks. It's not going to work. <laughs> but it's Spider-Man. It's not going to work. <laughs> are you going to rob, but are you going to spend his money on drugs? I, that, That's what he uh, does. Well, people that are uh, addicted will do, go through any any means to get their drug money. <laughs> what would you do for a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, so this is really cool. Um Legendary actor James Dean, who, uh, as you know, died in 1955. I was going to say, is, is he coming back as a CGI hologram? How did you know? Coachella. <laughs> That's right. Um, so he's going to be returning to the big screen um, and in a film directed by Anton Ernst and Toddy Golick. The project comes from the filmmaker's own recently launched production house, Magic City Films. Um, and apparently filmmakers are describing this as a realistic version of James Dean. As you know, we saw... This, as um, you know, we saw Princess Leia. Yeah. We, you know, in uh, Rogue One, we've seen I, that they can really do with Moth Tarkin in Rogue One. We can really see a lot, of very but realistic. But see, here, here's, um, people come back to life, which is amazing. Yeah, but here's, amazing. here's the thing I wonder about that though. Mm-hmm. He's been dead so long. Like, I mean, those other people have footage. Like Leia, they used previous footage or voiceover mm-hmm. acting. Yeah. You can't really do that with James Dean because he well, was only in like a few Grand films. Grand Morse Tarkin, the actor that played him. Okay, yeah. that was in the 70s, yeah but, right? yeah, but he did a lot of stuff in the 70s. So there's right. so much I could take from him. But how do you take stuff from James Dean? He did three films. He did three films. That's a very good question. But technology, as you know. Is, is Andy Serkis going to play James <laughs> Dean? <laughs> I don't know how that's going to happen, man. That's a good point, man. Special appearance by Sammy Davis Jr. Right. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> 
How, how, what about those, um, the Michael Jackson holograms? Maybe in that same vein, right? Now the Michael Jackson hologram is still around after that. Uh, <laughs> after all that debacle <laughs> yes. from the. Uh, well, you just remember they just did uh, Tupac at Coachella with the. There you go. They yeah, did uh, Coachella, yeah. They did Old Dirty Bastard. Mm-hmm. They did a couple of them like that. Yeah. And it was it was like it's like wow. It now you like just so don't want to have a Biggie Smalls and Tupac. And the mm-hmm. same venue. Those holograms won't get along. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie is called Finding Jack. It's based on the existence and abandonment of more than 10,000 military dogs at the end of, Viet- of the Vietnam War. And Dean, James Dean, will play a character called Rogan, considered a secondary lead role. This is wild. Really? That is really weird. They're bringing James Dean back, not as actual James Dean, but as an actor in a movie. Isn't that wild? That is weird. That is wild, dude. That is so wild. So it's wild. James Dean and a bunch of dogs. There's going to be a lot of elderly women in there. And <laughs> <laughs> to see that movie. Yeah, you think? <laughs> oh, my goodness, he's back. <laughs> Maybe so. You know, I think it should be James Dean and Elvis. Could you imagine that combination? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, we've seen a lot of iterations of Elvis over the years, <laughs> that's for sure. Go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. Um, so we all love Lady Gaga's performance in A Star is Born. I don't know if you all did, but I, I thought she, she knocked it out of the park. She did really good. So she's teaming out with Ridley Scott. So Lady Gaga's been really um, taken seriously as an actress. Her next movie um, will chronicle the murder of Guccio Gucci's grandson, Mauricio Gucci, who spearheaded the fashion uh, label, uh, Gucci, of course, um, and focus on the Gucci family dynasty. Um, Lady Gaga will play uh, Patricia Reggiani, wife of the Gucci heir. Um, So... um, Again, um, that's that's a really. I think it's an appropriate role for her. I now, think she now, pull now it is off. she gonna wear a meat outfit when she's playing uh, the wife of the, the of the, the Gucci the air? Gucci air. <laughs> a maid? Why would she wear a meat outfit? <laughs> she's just known for wearing random weird stuff. Okay. I mean, it'll certainly be high fashion. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see about that. Um, so this is a cool film, as you know, uh, with the success of The Social Network, which is one of my favorite technology um, biopics, the story of Facebook, as you know. Yeah. They're doing it again with the story of John McAfee, the antivirus guy, and Zac Efron will be playing um, um, the lead uh, as John McAfee. Um, it's called King of the Jungle, um, and... Uh, Interesting. I mean, how to get a an interesting biopic out of the person that um, that's known for Baywatch. <laughs> Baywatch, but not only that, but portraying the person that's known to um, you know clean up your computer yes. with all the the viruses you get from visiting porn sites. <laughs> so I don't know. Really? <laughs> There's viruses. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I will have to see how that goes. Um, and Channing Tatum, he's going to be co-directing, producing, writing, and starring in a film. It's a road trip comedy called Dog, centered on a former army ranger and his Belgian uh, Malinois dog, Lulu. Okay, that's good, because I was scared, because I was thinking he was reprising his role from This is the End. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> this Which wasn't end? a bad Wait, movie. The, this is when the he end was a dog, the... remember he was a... Uh, oh, was, okay, okay. Yeah. You're talking about the one with... Um, with Jonah Hill? 
Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I Jordan, love that. I love that. Craig Remember Robinson. Craig, Rob, Craig Robertson. Yes. Oh, uh, it, it was a whole bunch of. That stars was a in great there. movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I love. I wish there was a sequel to that. I think that would do well as a sequel. Personally, this is the end too. So yeah. what? Do you go to heaven now? Because that's what I like that now. Yeah, yeah man. They in heaven with the Backstreet Boys. So you said you got to go back and get one of your yeah. other people. Who, I don't yeah. know who was left behind in that last one. Yeah. But you have to go back and get somebody and come back to heaven. I right. guess. Oh, that's <laughs> I one guess way I can so, do it. Man, yeah. Um, new trailer of Bad Boys for Life just dropped, man, and I am getting some nostalgia over uh, this latest trailer because Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, man, they are an incredible duo, hysterical duo together. Um, I mean, they're both over 50 now. Um, yeah, and, uh, and you can tell on their faces they're older now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if they can make it work, you know, awesome. Um, the trailer wasn't bad. The trailer, the trailer was, was, the trailer was, was, was funny. great, man. Well, Will Smith, I mean, yeah. he wasn't older in his last movie. Gemini Man, they made him younger. Yeah, is that no. what you're referring yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> Gemini Man. <laughs> Which was a good movie, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Thought, Gemini yeah, yeah, Man I was, it was pretty good. Too. I think it just got a bad rap. But let's just say, yeah. just imagine you going somewhere and somebody and you are trying to kill you. That's yeah. All. You know how crazy that would look. That would look crazy. Yeah. And like you just see, you like you looking like, holy shit, that's me trying to, like, why am I trying to kill me? Like, but it it has a real funny ending though. That's the one thing yeah, it I, that it was a real funny. Messed up ending. <laughs> so you, you gotta go see it. Or yeah. wait till it come out on uh, you know, digital download and digital stuff like that. But it was a good okay. movie overall. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I still also have to check out the number one movie in America, Terminator Dark Fate. Um scored I, the weekend's number one spot. Despite you know mixed reviews, it got um sixty percent um on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Um I think it got eighty five percent critics and sixty percent audience, I think. Um, I did see that. What are your thoughts on Terminator Dark? I thought it was yes. good. I mean, I thought it was cool they brought Sarah Connor back. Um, mm-hmm. It was, I don't know, it just kind of seemed like they took aspects from the other movies they did before and just kind of like just either role reverse, like the Sarah Connor char- mm-hmm. character with the Terminator character, mm-hmm. and just the old Terminator from the, what was it, Genesis? It seemed like yeah. they, they kind of threw him in there, and they took the changing the Terminator from T2 and what was the other one? T3 and just kind of threw him in there too. So it just seemed like it's a way to tie too many. way to tie the films together, right? Yeah. Even though they say this is really the third one, but they're still tying in the third film and the fourth film, right? Yeah, but it's not really tying it in because, I mean, technically, Mm -hmm. this Terminator is not a T. This is a whole new Terminator. Whole new species, huh? Whole new species. I mean, I don't want to give up give away too much too much right because i have yet to see it. i do want to check it and out and john connor does show up in the film but okay oh, that's a spoiler <laughs> well but dude. who's making these fucking robots like honda or something every time he has a new robot every goddamn year and then <laughs> arnold and arnold schwarzenegger is just sitting there like goddamn i ain't brought me back they, yet but they, they explained how he, he aged right did they explain that, he that he's made of yes. organic material yes he is and yeah. he decided to age yeah. is that is that what they explained they didn't really say anything but okay. they kind of probably implied it from the movie before so. okay and, and you got to think about it too like what have i done in the future to make you want to come back and kill me when i'm nobody right <laughs> like i don't i don't know if I could do that, I'd go back and get a lot of people that did me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you would, huh? You I would. would. So Terminator, despite being the number one movie, only made, they're cl- calling it a dismal $29 million in North America and $102 million overseas, which the movie took $185 million to produce. Oh, man. Um, and $80 million to $100 million in global marketing and distribution fees. So... 
Apparently, um, the movie could lose um, millions theatrically if it doesn't. Uh, but but maintain what was the logic in spending that much sales. money on it when the other ones weren't as big of a success? You know what I mean? Well, I, there's. I mean, I like the fact James Cameron and. Well, but, so this is what they're saying, and the reason why people didn't. Even though it's a number one movie, but it's lost its luster because it's an aging franchise with aging actors, and their view, uh, reviews are mediocre. So that's part of it. Um, as good as a franchise as it might have been, it doesn't have the same appeal, um, and that's probably why, man. You know. See, see that that has me worried about the Indiana Jones movie that's coming up because Harrison Ooh, Ford's starting that next year, good, and he's he's getting up there in age. I mean, he. Yeah. I don't mind. Why don't you James Bond it? Like, just put somebody new in the role. Just kind well, of. Well, you know, Harrison Ford will not give up the role of Indiana Jones. You know that, right? He said that, and he's like, I. He can, in a clear conscience, uh, allow someone well, to I take think the role. No, he can have someone play his son. No, but no, because I think... In a different name. Because uh, I think what they were original, the original plan was to have River Phoenix come in and take over for Indiana Jones. Of course, River Phoenix oh. can't do you that. You got Joaquin. And got Joaquin doesn't really look anything like River you Phoenix. Got, so. You got his brother, so you know he can certainly do that. So. And Shyla is not in any position to be Indiana Jones. Yeah. I don't know. That That's that's interesting, but I still hope it does well, obviously. Yeah, I, I want to see a good obviously, Indiana Jones movie, Harrison too. Ford came back uh, to Star Wars Force Awakens, and uh, that, w- that went well, yeah, pretty well, right? So, For the most part. It is, well, know. it didn't go well for... Yeah. It, it didn't <laughs> go well for... Uh, Han Solo. <laughs> right, right. Spoiler alert. Isn't another one though. that's coming out on Christmas? Uh, yeah. Where you been, son? <laughs> no, I remember I seen the preview. That's yeah, all I man, thought about. Rise of Skywalker, man. It all ends this December, man. This is so. it. This is just it, the last man. one. This is the last in, the, the, last one in, in the Skywalker. I don't believe it. Saga. No, there'll be other Star Wars movies. I'm about to say because they no, no, lied no. to me about. There'll be other Star Wars movies. This is the final movie in the Skywalker saga. We all thought the Return of the Jedi yeah. was the last movie until they came out with this other stuff. No, no, they mean, I mean, I thought Return of the Jedi was, was ep- the last. It movie. was episodes four, five, he, and he six. He was supposed to do like three. Uh, nah, it was supposed to be every three years, a new one was going to come out. And well, you know, kinda... you're starting his you know, back in the seventies, starting episode yeah. four in the seventies. You knew they were going to eventually do at least one, two, and three. Yes, and they did the prequels, and then of course now they're doing seven, eight, and nine. So, I mean, it's it's inevitable, man. But, I mean, but uh, how many like? Is there so much to tell? I mean, we're gonna are we gonna do Billy Dee's character next? Oh, he's like, in it. Are we gonna do Boba Fett's uh, well nephew Bo- or something? What, Boba who are we gonna technically do? died oh, in actually, Sarlacc. You know about the TV show, right? There is a show about the Mandalorian. Yeah, which did is you a, know about the Disney Plus show Mandalorian? I've never seen it. It hasn't been released yet. It uh, comes out November twelfth. Disney Plus. Have you heard of Disney Plus? And I mean, when we want to know you how. You know about Disney Plus. Do you know what Disney Plus oh, is? Oh, I know what Disney Plus is. Okay, I, mean, I, don't cool. I might zoom past it. <laughs> oh, my God, look, it's Disney Plus. I'm like, wow. No, well, but, no, it's a new streaming platform for Disney. Mm-hmm. It launches November 12th, and you're going to get The Mandalorian. You're going to get a lot of Marvel MCU series. Yes. Um, which uh, I'm not sure what the first one is. Do you know what the first one is coming up? I'm is it sure. the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Or? I think it is Falcon and okay. Winter Soldier. Okay, so that would be the first one. Oh, so. for God. Either Disney. that or it's WandaVision, one of the two. Yeah. Disney brought a lot of... Uh, Disney? A lot of, they, they had like Transformers or something. Didn't they buy a lot no. of that stuff? No, that's Paramount. No, They uh, bought oh, everything Paramount. else, though. Yeah. <laughs> they brought a lot of them cartoons. Well, and they're making cartoon. everything live-action yeah. cartoon All movies. the cartoons live-action, yeah. So, yes, Terminator Dark Fate, the number one movie. Number two, still holding uh, fairly well, is The Joker. Um, the second place, which, Speaking of the Joker, again, phenomenal film if you haven't seen it. Haven't seen it yet. Speaking of The Joker, did you see the Grouch? 
Yes, the skit on Saturday Night Live. David Harbour, that was amazing. That was really funny. The Grouch. Maybe I go back to YouTube. It was the origin yeah, of check it out. Oscar the Grouch. It was Oscar the Grouch parody of the Joker with David <laughs> Harbour from Stranger Things playing the Grouch. That's um, got to be funny. Yeah. Melissa Fint of Evil, uh, Mistress of Evil, was uh, the third film. Um, then we have Harriet coming in at number four. Adam's Family still doing well. Did you uh, work on Harriet? Film. Because that's not local. I did not work on Harriet. No. I didn't work on Harriet. Somebody said there was some controversy with it. What have it you heard about? Have it, like, what have you heard about it? It was something. Somebody was telling me about. I think the other day or yes, the day or yesterday, and they were saying it was something that was people were. I don't know. I can't remember what it was said, but it was some mm-hmm. type of controversy that was going on with the win. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just. It's Harriet Tugman. We learned about Harriet Tugman in schools, and mm-hmm. and the only reason why I think I like about it that we actually get to see it instead of reading about it. Like we get to see the full events. But I mean, we yeah. know what happened. But it's like it's, yeah. it feels good to like just look at it and see this is what she went through to help. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I mean, this it's yeah, gotten, I definitely want to go see it's it. It's has a lot of people we know in it, and and that, and it's gotten good reviews too. So I mean, obviously, people we know yes. is definitely is a positive thing. Um, moving on to TV, guys. So, Emilia, Emilia Clark, Daenerys herself, revealed who yeah. was responsible for the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones in that one episode. So, apparently, she said on Jimmy Fallon that it was Varys. So, it's all Varys' yeah, fault. Yes, it's all Varys' fault. Are you I sure it didn't say Amelia on the other side? And <laughs> she's like, so, Amelia Clark said, I think that's who did it. I mean, he did it. He might have been drunk. But he said it, so I'm going to take that. Fair enough. So uh, <laughs> so there you go. The mystery's been solved. It was Varys. So she threw Varys under the box. Conleth Hill, I believe is his name, the actor's name, who uh, who left the uh, the Starbucks cup in that scene, which is crazy. Admit, that still boggles my mind. But how, with all the people on set, how did nobody know All people on set, that? the number one um, uh, TV series, the number one, like the highest budget of any um uh, series and they leave a goddamn Starbucks cup in the middle of a frame. <laughs> I mean that stuff does happen. Yeah. If people watch Veep, I think season three episode. Well, see, Veep is not that bad because if it's a water bottle, it's not that bad. What if it's a person in two places at the same time? Well, that's different. But if you see a, a water bottle, you're not battling an eye because it's modern yeah. times. You go to watch a fantasy show. Yeah, I guess you're right. And you see a water bottle. Okay, then that's. Or what a Braveheart when a car drives by the battle scene. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that could be something too, man. Um, Netflix uh, news. So Sandra Bullock, uh, with the success of Bird Box, which again was a great film, is going to do another film for Netflix. She'll star in an untitled drama about life after prison from director Nora Fingshite. I can't even pronounce that name. And producer Graham King. And it's from a script by Mission Impossible Fallout Helmer Christopher McQuarrie. Oh, that sounds good. Um, so, um, that sounds pretty cool. And of course, Bird Box. I'm still waiting for that freaking sequel because that was a pretty damn that, good that film. Was, I liked it. I Have still you seen it? seen it? I didn't oh, see, I it. see it, man. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I didn't see it, but you know what? I had mm-hmm. mixed. Res- I was thinking that was kind of like an opposite version of mm-hmm. this. Uh, the movie with uh, what was that? Uh, you oh, know you're, you're, you're thinking of um, the, the one, one with John Krasinski? Yes, I'm yeah, thinking it was um, kind of, because it came out about the same Emily time. Emily Blunt, oh, what is it called? Um, I want to say Silence, but it's not that. I, no, I, yeah. It's something like that, though. You know but what yeah, I mean? No, it's very similar, because that one is actually. Because that one came out first, so I just thought maybe it was just a yeah. ripoff of that in a, in a that, different way. Well, that was, yeah, that one's was all about sounds, and this one's all about seeing things. Yes. So, so. The, so the bird box was pretty much about, if you look out the window, 
something will happen to you? Is that what you it was all about? And you see, but then again, that's also like any a of these people that they can actually um, kill you. I guess essentially with just by looking at you. Yeah, because you just go crazy. If you, you go nuts, it. and then you end up either killing yourself or killing others. So it's people walking in the street. So you just look out the window and you see so one. So the whole point is to keep to be blindfolded, so you don't see these other people. But also, wasn't the mist kind of like that too? Because when people saw stuff in the mist, they kind of like went crazy and killed killed themselves, or mm. or something. It was something oh, like that. That's kind of crazy though. Like it's wild. I can look man, out my window. That's like you know how you look at you look at the the mailman and like you see him and like he see you, you wave. That's it. But it's like you look outside and you're like somebody see you, they can kill you. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the worst they thing can about kill the you, box. or they can cause you to kill yourself. I would let her do that to nosy neighbors. <laughs> 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 You're wild, man. Miss Johnson killed herself. Yeah, the worst thing about the bird, bird box was those idiots doing the bird box challenge. Oh, oh God, yeah. people people died from that, right? Yeah, they people died from that. People were covering their eyes and driving down the street. It's like, right. really? Are, have we got to that point in society? <laughs> I mean, we're we're like that. I seen one. Somebody did a bird like they had the baby. They like you know how Sandra but she grabbed the two two mm. kids. Right. So the guy he, he did his uh, little little toddler and ran him into the wall. It was so it wasn't funny, but oh. it was funny. It was like poof. Mm. <laughs> Never mind, I got a false sense of humor, sorry. <laughs> it's just it's funny to me. But um in other Netflix news, um they just dropped the trailer for a Netflix film called The Two Popes. So this is uh, Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price, who, as you know, was also in Game yes. of Thrones. Um, the film follows Cardinal, Cardinal Bergoglio's, who requests permission from Pope Benedict to retire in 2012 after he becomes frustrated with the direction of the church. Um, again, this movie seems like it has some yep. Oscar contention. So you have Hannibal as a pope. Hannibal as a pope. And what was his character on Game of Thrones? Uh, the, um, I forget his Oh God, he he burned in the sept with uh, yeah, no, no. Cersei's wildfire. Um, I know who you're talking darn. about. Yes. Anyways, he did a great job too. So um, we'll have to look forward to that. Um, Apple TV news. Did you see the trailer for Servant? It just dropped. I want to see it, dude. It just dropped. Dude. I was it in is it, amazing. but the thing is, I was busy filming all week, so okay. I didn't get to see anything. Well, the trailer only takes two minutes of time, Paul. But uh, is it better than the other it trailers? Looked, it looked really good, man. The, the, you saw a lot more of this trailer, as you know, this M. Night Shyamalan's new series that myself and Paul got to be a part of. Do you know who I met on um, set today? The grandfather from The Visit. Not, not 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 the okay. not the one not the one that you saw the most, but the okay. original one that got killed. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was actually a pretty cool guy. That's another. That's another Night Shyamalan film. And right? there wasn't many people on that film. Okay. Did you ever see the visit? Um, the visit. I've seen all of his films. So the yes. visit was actually one of his better ones. Well, Six Sense. Um, Six Sense was good. Signs. But vi- the visit is the one that got him back on the map. And um, the the first one with McAvoy, Split, one yes. of my favorites. Those three. Yeah, Glass could have been a little bit better. Glass could have been a little bit better, but I, I like Split. Split, Split was good. good. Yeah. But yes, the trailer just dropped. Apple TV. Um, I can't wait, though. November 28th. Um, so we need to plug that crap we, out of that. We, especially our episode, man, yes. for sure. I'm not sure if Apple TV is doing what Netflix is doing, dropping all the episodes, or if they're going to do... I heard they're going to do like three episodes and then like in Somebody chunks. told me it was going to be individual episodes, individual but maybe I'm wrong. I don't week. know. Okay. Uh, because because they said watch- they wanted it to be different. I mean, do people have, I mean, seriously, binge watching? I mean, come on, man. I mean, 
Seriously. That's why people have ADD nowadays. I think it's better to just wet the people's appetite. Yep. Show like a couple episodes. Like maybe drop one, maybe two or three. Three yep. at the most, and then just drop the other three like the following week. Yeah, you know? that, that, that works good. And, and that actually also helps with spoilers. Because if you drop the entire fucking series, someone's going to post about it, and not everyone gets to binge yep. the entire series. So. And with M. Night, nobody knows what happens there. Well, yeah. binge watching is more for winter, like snow days, and you ain't got nowhere to go. And Yeah, that's a good idea. Things like that. When you can't go nowhere and you know everything is downhill, so you just like, oh, I'm going to watch every episode of Walking Dead from season one through eight. So it's, it's just... Ben's watching is yeah. made for the snow. But do you know what? Save for the snow. So. So you can watch people. Yeah, but you can watch like, I mean, if you want to go watch anything, I mean, it's just you know. It yeah, is you're right. Is. But you got a favorite show like like I watched this one on uh, Netflix called uh it was called Black. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. No, not Black. It was one about the zombies. The people that turned into zombies and. It wasn't Black. It was called Black something. Black Day. Black. Something where they would change in the um, they would change in like uh, zombies if they like it kills somebody and they would, I can't think of the name but I know who, it was, who was in it. It's a Netflix. Uh, See, I don't get to watch Netflix. It was I like none, It was like a. It so was I like, feel so like out of touch. Yeah. It was so like people you didn't. We know have about. somebody introduced that just uh, walked into Below the Belt Show Studios, Hi. the lovely Elena Rose. Hello. 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 Hold on. Hi, nice to make sure your mic's on. Oh no. The They're messing with you. <laughs> Damn sound people. Check my levels. Check. I think you're good now. Check, All right, let's check. go ahead and introduce Just Watkins to Below the Belt Show Studios. Um, she is uh, formerly from Los Angeles, back now in Maryland. Yes. Um, a former filmmaker, a model. What else do you do? You do a lot of other things, um, right? I do a lot of cool things. I directed something when I was mm-hmm. uh, at Towson. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Um, I have a speech impediment, so please excuse me. Sometimes when I'm chill, I don't talk as formally, and when I don't talk as formally, okay. I, if I'm talking faster, you know what I mean. Okay, I, I talk, you. I talk with like a speech impediment sometimes. But okay, if, well if we're I'm not noticing. Talking, no, I'm not, not noticing. It. I, we're not noticing at all. No. Can I be real with you? Can I be really real? Go ahead. Can I keep it realer than you real? You can keep it real. I've done yeah, it since I've been on here. Okay. He, he's so, the realest there is. Yo, I just left my job today. Oh, I just left my job today, everyone. Today, I would like to dedicate you this song to all the lovers in the house. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, um, I just uh, left my you job. You left your job, and now you're on Below the Belt Show's podcast. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, so, hello, it's me. I need a new job. If anyone's listening, <laughs> um, my Instagram is at fluffingfuckery on oh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> fluffing fuckery. Wow. I don't That's have that really many followers. That's gonna really help you out a lot. Holler for a dollar. It's yeah. me. Well, you know <laughs> what? Me and uh, Paul were just talking about acting gigs, and maybe yeah. acting is something that you could do. Yeah, I, I we do are, that. We, we just, we're just plugging our new Apple TV series. Oh, she is. Servant. Servant drops November 28th. The trailer just dropped. So, uh, Shit. Um, then the entire series will be available in November, or at least chunks of the episodes. November what day? November 28th. You so everybody it. buy it. <laughs> everybody buy it. You know it. what? You should have made it. November 2nd. I, I don't make the decision. <laughs> we don't own Apple TV, Apple, sorry. I'm not an Apple executive. <laughs> Why? You want to know what day that is? 
Go ahead. My birthday. Oh, your birthday. Okay. Yes. So for her birthday, you should buy her Apple TV. Yeah, dude. Can I show you something awesome, though, that I bought myself with my own money? I don't need anybody to buy me anything. Okay. I'm not trying to be all salty or anything, but... I've been having a rough day with Airbnb, you know, like Airbnb has been like messing me up and I've been getting in fights with everybody in Baltimore and like I'm not used to being in Baltimore anymore. It's oh, too man. cold. You're in for nothing yet. Dude, I've, I've been filming in Ohio. Here. They have snow in Ohio right now. Yeah, well, you know, winter's coming as they say in Game of Thrones. It's winter is coming, coming <laughs> sir. <laughs> My lord and your grace, winter's coming. Please is it take British time? Ew. Bend the knee. Bend, Bend thy knee. knee and put on thy ring to rule them all. <laughs> so you guys are making me uncomfortable because I don't think we were back there then. No, excuse <laughs> so. me. I'm talking about no. Lord of the Rings, everyone. Oh, Lord okay. of the Rings. Yeah, if anyone's you, getting my you. reference, I like used Speaking to talk about Speaking of that, the they have a new Lord of the Rings TV show. We but did. we're not in it. Well, we talked about that on the show. I should make my own show. I'm like thinking of writing a show about my experience when I was at Enterprise. Because they fucked me over mad hard, man. I'm sorry they did. Sorry. I, I'm going to be giving out my coupons all the damn day because I got a lot of business okay. cards that I didn't get okay. to use. I, I'll, I'll gladly take. I need to rent a car in Los yeah. Angeles. How, how mu- what percent of a car <laughs> rental would you like off? I could give you 20, 30 percent. The, the higher, the better. Wait, are you going to Los Angeles? Let's talk after the show. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that because the Enterprise is not playing. You interested us. in a Nissan Altima, man? I can hook you up. I got my connects. I feel you. I feel you. I got a black Nissan Altima 2018. It looks nice. I bet. I bet. Do you have to take it back? Do I have to take it back? Do we have to take it back? To where? We get to keep the car. <laughs> You're not keeping my car. Not I'm your not giving car. you my car. Not your car. I'm not selling my car. We'll keep the Enterprise. <laughs> that is my child. I keep all my marble stuff in there. Yeah. Um, also on Apple TV, Paul, uh, was a really cool uh, film that I got to see at the Sundance Film Festival. It's called Hala. Um, so this is a really cool, uh, um, it's a coming of age okay. love story, I guess, about a Muslim girl and um, a, an American and obviously, there is cultural restrictions with dating, uh, yes. especially in the Muslim culture. And uh, um, it was a very, um, very poignant, very, and uh, very relevant, kind of, re- re- very relevant to see, that, today's that's be culture. Tough to do. Because I mean, if you think yeah. about, like, even think about the WWE. Like, I mean, right? They they, they allow the first female match ever in Saudi Arabia. We'll, we'll get to wrestling. We'll get to that in the wrestling news. But yes, you're right. Um, Saudi Arabia uh, finally. Arabia? Its, Saudi Arabia presented its first women's wrestling match. Yes. And, of course, there's certain rules in Saudi Arabia where w- women are not allowed to perform. And Aren't they allowed to drive now? I think that was a big thing recently. I think they are allowed to, to drive now. But, yes, there are certain yes. rules that – and, Damn. you know, if it takes forever for the Saudis to yeah. – uh, you know, <laughs> Then again, there's people in this country who can't drive either. I've been driving <laughs> on the road, and it's like – Boy, yeah. how did these people get their license? I mean, is it yeah. 2019 or the 2000? I mean, is it 1968, 58 yeah. over there? What cars like, do you guys drive? I drive a monster truck. Flex on them. What size? <laughs> is it an F250? No. What What make? I have F-150. F-150, man. You could go larger and get a King Ranch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you okay. should be selling cars. Oh, I have yeah. a 1969 Ford Ranger. Ooh, okay. Does it have massage back seats? No, they don't have anything back like that back then. Did you know that the company I no longer work for sometimes rents out cars? Like yeah, I that? think I th- th- think you told us that. And you know what? 
I also dislike about the company I used to work for. <laughs> this is Barry, Barry, a former workplace here. <laughs> that I was working with some stupid people. It sounds that way. They were salty, and I'm not going to name names, but like I felt like I was in like, mm-hmm. sorry, I work with attractive people, like, and they are all like having issues with me for no reason at all, and they don't understand me. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh no, the phone's ringing. We have a special guest. We'll have to get back to that in a second. Sorry, I'm going on tangents. I don't okay. mean to. <laughs> okay. Guys, we have our first special guest of the evening, supermodel and actress Katya Bakat on the line here on Below the Belt Show. What's up, Katya? I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for these compliments. I'm really honored to be a part of your show today. Wow. I mean, first of all, you're smoking hot. You can see her yeah, on she is. many covers of many magazines. Uh, looks like this was uh, a Russian magazine. Ooh. And um, wow, you're considered the angel of Hollywood in this uh, particular cover. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm very honored. Thank you so much for the compliments. Thank you. <laughs> so, wow. So I find this amazing because you're a smoking hot model and you're a very accomplished actress, so I, I feel very uh, impressed that you are, well, intimidated, yes, but impressed that you can handle both uh, being a supermodel and also acting. Well, um, I'm honestly very humble, and um, I think it's, uh, um, first of all, it's a really honor be part of your show. Uh, Thank you. We're happy I to have think, you. Uh, uh, to be a supermodel, well, you know, it's the way they lo- you look at it. Um, I'm working as a model for many years. I'm very grateful about that, and uh, I love this. I think I'm still, of course, now, like, my passion is in acting right now, and I'm working on it, and it's a really long way to go to achieve the the goals I have in acting. But, yeah, I'm now also working on in this direction as well. I love it. I love it. How was that transition uh, from becoming the model to the actress? And did you have any critics uh, regarding that? Well, so, in general, I'm an introvert. So, um, for me to play a character on the set, it's not as hard because Basically, you can really show a different personality, so you're not anymore yourself. So it's actually kind of losing up your, you know, any fears. You just play a character. So right. nobody really going to judge you. Nobody going to really criticize you as a person because you play a character. Right. You cannot really be wrong or, like, it's your interpretation of the character. So that's why, for me, as a model, when you just, show your pretty face or body, mm-hmm. it's like very, it's, yes, uh, yes, it's yes, never yes. been enough for me. I really wanted to show something what is inside of me. So that's why the transition was not as, it was not really hard, I would say, because okay. I think it was just really inside of me, this potential to show like different uh, sides of my character, something was really inside of me. You know, it's interesting you said that you are an introvert because most actors I've met are extroverts. Oh, I'm not. Oh, uh, well, okay. Well, for the like, most part, uh, most most actors. Because yeah, I, I feel the same way she is. It's, like, <laughs> it's easier for me to play somebody to else than myself. 
So, um, I'm more of a pervert. So do you, <laughs> <laughs> you have a pervert, an introvert, and an extrovert in studio. <laughs> At least so I'm honest. Is, is it challenging to be the introvert and be very expressive uh, in front of camera? That's the thing. It's a kind of a dual reality, you know. So uh, I've been studying in the Lee Strasberg Film Institute, and uh, it's really, it really was a challenge at the beginning because, you know, not even being an introvert is a challenge. The other thing is for a model especially, when usually the models are very focused on their look. You kind of get used to that people always um, evaluate you as like what you look like but not what right. is inside of you. And then as an actor, you actually uh, you, you have to show what's actually happening inside of you. And for me, it was a really big challenge. And uh, when I started just studying and improvise on this on the scene, and uh, and had to go really out of my comfort zone, it was really a challenge. But at the same time, it it really just changed the whole look in my life because I it was it was such a real growing, and uh, like I would say. No matter if you become an actor or you want to, I don't know, rule the company or do your own business or have a, I don't know, YouTube channel or podcast or anything, uh, like acting courses, classes helps a lot because you just really understand that you don't have to, uh, you know, you can just open up yourself. It really helps you with your own, like, uh, understanding yourself. It was really amazing. Uh, it was a really wonderful transformation for me. Uh, and I'm very, like really grateful for that uh, years of like, you know, classes. Awesome. Okay. I, I feel, uh, do you feel the same way? Like I feel like it's easier, like as more of an introverted actor to be like, just do improv because it's like when I'm reading somebody else's words and they want me to kind of just do it a certain way, it just doesn't feel as comfortable. I mean, it's just easier to just kind of create your own character with different accents, different uh, uh, ways of doing stuff. I mean, is that how you feel about acting, too? Or Well, you just, uh, you know, um, you know what, like, studying improvising uh, helps you, I think um, if you want to go with this a little different direction, for example, right now I, I decided to a little expand my horizons and study uh, TV hosting because oh, cool. I want to work. Uh, I'm working on my brand where I want to like uh, you know recording some um, videos that help help uh, young girls uh, you know be like I don't know fit or fancy like in, in no trends. So. Yeah. Improvising helps you in this direction because it just, uh, you know, um, I mean, you, you definitely know because you always improvise uh, yeah. being uh, on radio. Uh, even if you have uh, a certain script, if you have prompter, you, you have to improvise. You have to, you have to, yeah, to you have to go fast. with the flow and stuff. So. Right. Yeah, you have to think fast. You have to, you know, re respond fast. Even some, like, I don't know, there is an uncomfortable situation or some silence, you have to fill it. So improvisation uh, also helpful if you're like, I don't know, stand-up comic or do an interview all the time. Like As ours. Actor, <laughs> <if you're> not, 
<laughs> but yeah, but as an actor, you cannot really uh, get away from the script unless unless the director or producer wants you right. to improvise a little. Yeah. I, I, that's why I can't like, do plays and stuff. I can only do TV because they allow me to do open stuff up a little bit. <laughs> plays, I mean, like, if you ever do a play, they, if you're a word off, they just get at you. So it's like, I can't do that. Very accurate, yeah. So Katya, uh, I have a question. Um, so first of all, Angel Has Fallen, wow. A phenomenal film that you've been a part of. Uh, with Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman, and uh, uh, first of all, I gotta ask, what was it like working with those two, like seemingly legendary actors? I mean, these guys have such an amazing body of work. So, if you could just let me know how it was working with them. Well, um, I'm sorry, you know, obviously, of course, that was an honor, and I was I'm very grateful for this experience. Um, um, I had a small part in this movie, and um, I was shooting. They were shooting the film in London and in uh, Bulgaria. Uh, and, uh, I had a, um, I had a scene with uh, Jerry Butler, so uh, uh, that was in Bulgaria. I was playing the doctor. I mean, look, you know, when you're when you live in Los Angeles, you you look like a celebrity yeah. in a very different way. Yeah, because it's, it's just like they're regular people to you. I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, yeah. some you people know, get starstruck. It's, it's like, ah, eh, you're just somebody else. Yeah, you know, it, it's crazy, actually, the way your uh, mentality change when you live actually here. Because you see all these celebrities, honestly, like all the time. Like, and it's not like you see them, they, like, I don't know, in the in supermarket or, I don't know, hiking or I don't know everywhere and nobody like run into them and ask for autograph or the photo everybody's right. just like yeah whatever another day another celebrity and I kind of uh, like that way I don't I, I don't like I'm not a big fan of the fame type of thing because it's like yeah, people deserve their I privacy you. you know I, what I mean yeah because you know uh I mean we are all human beings uh yep. and uh that's why uh Somebody like achieves something at a certain level. These people are get achievements because they are very like their face are like very uh, known all over. But uh, at the same time, I, I've met a lot of actors and they are incredibly nice people yeah. and like nice and kind people and very humble. Jerry Butler is an amazing actor, oh, like cool. very nice person, very funny, very professional. So. The work was like honestly, it was like it was amazingly fun and easygoing. Or like really, it, it, like it was so much. There was like I'm. I mean, for me, that was a really first experience of such a big movie with a big budget. And uh, Abby Lerner was a producer, and I mean, they're very very successful people. But everything was so easy and so like. I felt extremely comfortable, and I felt extremely, uh, like, as if it was, like, you know, everyday job, as if it was, like, you know. Awesome. My 10th movie, 100th movie. It's, like, it was very, very uh, uh, amazing and, like, nice experience. So, uh, well, it taught me a lot of things that, like, you know, it doesn't really matter if you do, like, a small project or a big project. Right. We are, like... Yep. 
like doesn't really matter because it's all about like people. People make the whole scene. You know, it it, it goes. It depends on the just people. So yeah, it's about like just uh, entertaining people and doing what you think would entertain them, just to kind of you know what I mean. It's not about like yeah. the fame thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, some people are just interested Absolutely. in fame. Just, well, yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> they like the glitz and the glamour and the red carpet and all that good stuff, which is all well, nice yeah. perks. That's a part of it. Yeah. Those are nice perks, yeah. but it's all about the craft. Is that, is, is that what you're alluding sure. to? Yeah, that's what I'm alluding to. Like, <laughs> I mean, in fact, like, I mean, like when I worked in Ohio, I mean, half my paycheck is going to go to charity. So it's like I'm not even getting paid. This actor is right yes. here, Katja, is donating his paychecks to charity. What? It's wild. That's true. That is wild. That's true. That's, that's, you're really in it for the crap, man. Yes. So, Katja, please tell us about this fantasy film, Empire Queen, because uh, do I need to bend the knee? Uh, you know, are you Daenerys Targaryen in this uh, particular uh, project? If you could tell us a little bit about this project, Empire Queen. Uh, yeah, that was a really interesting project. Uh, um, they're going to release the movie um, next year. They finally finished this movie like a month ago. Um, I was playing, well, yeah, I, I, I would say this movie was like, you know, Harry Potter for adults. Uh, that's oh, like wow. kind of my description oh. of this movie. Okay, interesting. Uh, it was a really interesting movie because I was playing a witch, a good witch, and, uh, you know, this magic woman who has like superpower and, um, uh, at a certain point, uh, my character is being killed, and I'm becoming a ghost. So I'm always appear in the part as, uh, like you know, as a ghost. But for the movie, instead of using instead of using uh, computer computer graphics, they were using actually wires to put me in the air. Oh wow. So you were you uh, like a force ghost, green. more or less? Like, I mean, it was like your essence, but just like kind of like guiding people. Is that how you kind of like portrayed your character? Exactly. And I was like on the wires uh, in front of the green screen, so they can put me uh, in the scene that is if I'm like flying. Um, that was uh, honestly, I felt like a stunt woman because uh, I, I'm under athletic and fit, but I really didn't know it's going to be that hard. I'm not sure if you ever did any stunts, but or any uh, performance in the air. But that was a. Uh, that I is think a stunt action because I do a lot of stunts, so that's called that's like rigging. So it's uh, that's a good. Uh, oh, do you? Yeah, I, I've done a lot of stunts, so that's rigging. So like more or less, that is a kind of a stunt, believe it or not. It's and it, it takes a lot of the talent to do that. Yeah, you know what? I was honestly surprised how actually physically it's hard because yeah. even like. To be in the air and pretend you're just, you know, floating. I'm like, oh, my God, your whole body is, like, super tense. And, yep. like, just to keep the balance, it's, like, and smile and, like, say some lines and yep. be a character. It's not easy. And, yeah, that was a great experience. Actually, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, I'm very looking forward to, to see the final result because uh, I, uh, the movie is going to be really fun and nice and, like, and great. That's awesome. So... Let's talk about Honeymoon in Paradise. So this is a romantic comedy, um, but also it's a film about reality contestants at the same time, looking for love and fame at a luxurious uh, resort set. Um, So obviously we see a lot of like Temptation Island and The Bachelor, Bachelors of Paradise. 
So is, is this if this was the scripted version of one of those reality shows? You know, it's that exactly. Honestly, uh, before uh, before this, uh, before I got this uh, audition, before I got the script, uh, I've never seen any of these reality shows. And uh, when I auditioned for that, I was like, oh, it's, it's kind of fun. And uh, after I read the whole script, I and talked to the producer. They told me it's basically scripted movie based on this. Uh, I think there is a reality show now. Uh, on TV, it's called uh, Love something Love Island, I think. Right? Love Island, yes. I think it's something like that, but like uh, more romantic. Of course, no, like not explained. It just uh, <laughs> it's a very romantic. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a romantic comedy. I was playing um, uh, one of my character was uh, like kind of I would say mm, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call her nasty, but she was like this girl who was like um, bitchy character who was like wow. didn't have any. Um, um, she wanted she she would do everything just to win, no matter what. You know, no principles, no morals. Just like she was ready to to get to achieve her goal, no matter what. Like very gossip girl. Awesome. Uh, and uh, the, the whole film, uh, the filming was in St. Lucia. There was Caribbean island. That why they brought us all in that island. They put us in a beautiful hotel, and wow. we were staying there right. for a couple of weeks and shooting this film. Honestly, for me, there was, that was vacation because it was like <laughs> really amazing. This is the best kind of when you go to a luxury, like a tropical destination, and you're shoot and you're actually and you working, get paid too. And getting paid to do this. I mean, that's and the you life. Get paid for that is that is awesome! Wow. Um, yeah, seriously, it was like vacation. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And two more projects on um, your bio here we we could talk about is Magic Seven and Shadow Wolves. What can you tell us about those projects? Well, uh, yeah. So Magic uh, Magic Seven um, that was um, produced by um, uh, a friend of mine. He is a talented. Uh, director and producer from Ukraine and he invited me in this project uh, uh, it was a year ago uh, it was TV series, mini series uh, where I was playing the producer very fun the shooting was in LA very uh, positive very um, educated, educated but also kind of show the dark side of Maybe not dark side. I would say like different sides of producing cool. and the life behind the scene. What takes what what it takes to build like the empire. What it takes to you know build someone's name. And I think you could also apply this either it's a film or TV show, the music or so. It, it's a, it was a very interesting like even for me because a lot of things was like uh, very controversial but uh, the movie uh, I mean the series is almost done and they're also like planning to uh, release it next year very very great experience and uh, I hope um, this movie gonna uh, this series gonna really um, you know blow <laughs> it was a really good one awesome so did, so did you do most of your acting work in here in the U.S.? You didn't dabble in acting at all in the Ukraine? 
No, I'm actually, I was born in Russia. Uh, okay. I was born oh. in Russia, but I left Russia when I was a teenager and when I started modeling. Ah, okay. And I, yeah, so that's why I've been doing modeling all, like uh, for years when I decided at some point to do a transition to acting. There you go. So I've Love never it. really, I've never really done any acting uh, in Europe or in Russia. So I started all just in uh, in in the U.S. and uh, when I moved to New York. Um, so that's why I'm still I'm still doing modeling just because I've been doing it for so many wow. years and I still have a lot of clients and I'm still doing shootings. You uh, have six hundred and four thousand followers on Instagram. I have zero. Six hundred k. Six hundred k. That's wild. So what do you attribute to uh, to having the Instagram followers, having so many Instagram followers? What what are what are your tips? Bots. Bots. Oh my god. <laughs> do you really think it's a lot? Because when I look at you know when I look at uh, at the pages of some of my fellows, or girl, like it looks like too when much. They have, I'm like, telling millions you, millions and millions of followers. That's so I I'm like okay guys. How did you get this? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Katya, we can check out. Um, Angel has fallen on digital download in December, also on Blu-ray. So, if you <clears throat> didn't check, get a chance to yes. check it out, um, because I'm, this, I'm definitely going to check it. That's out. A, that is a pretty awesome, um, high-profile film to be a part of as Dr. Kara. So, congratulations on that, Katya, and thanks Thank so much you. for Thank calling you. into Below the Belt show. Uh, I oh, think thank that's you. Thank and you um, for <clears throat> so now we're I'm gonna be your six hundred and six hundred and four K and one hundred thousand oh, followers. All, All right. right. Katja, thanks so much that's for calling. Oh actually Katja, before we let you go, if you could let us know who you are. Um, let us know um, maybe you can throw out a plug for uh, Angel has fallen and uh, let us know you're on below the belt. Uh, tell, uh, tell, tell you who I am. What do you mean? Yeah, so, so do a station ID just promo. Just your name and then like. So, so you can say, hi, I'm Katya Bakat. Um, you can check me out on Angel Has Fallen and you're on Below the Belt Show. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Katya Bakat. You can check me out on. Uh, on um, Angels Has Falling uh, movie and and here on I'm sorry what you got it, it below the belt <laughs> below the belt right <laughs> your voice is so pretty it doesn't matter <laughs> the belt, right <laughs> you want to try one more time yes let's do that so you want me to tell you hi I'm Katya Bakaj you can you can uh, yeah you, you can, can throw out your role you can throw out below your, the belt right yeah, yeah below the belt you got it. Hi guys, I'm Katya Bakat. Listen to my interview on Below the Belt, and you can check me out on um, on the movie Angels Has Fallen. That was awesome. That was great. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. Do that was Vidanya. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Have a good night. That's Vidanya. That's Vidanya. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, I wanted to talk to her in Russian so bad. <laughs> You did, but you No, I know something bad, but uh, you can't put it on lo- on the well, air. Well, that's, that's probably for the better then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a uh, classic cut break. Okay. Uh, and, You're going to uh, yell at me now. And, it, <laughs> and an interview yeah. break. So as you know, I was in uh, New York. I did some interviews at the Split Screens Festival 
Um, with like two, a cool time. yeah, oh, dude, that was a fun time. Um, I think you might have been here for when we played some other interviews, but it's the ca- uh, two of the cast members from Queen Sugar. Oh man, um, on Oprah's network, OWN. Uh, and it's I, I'm sorry, I'm a guy. I don't. Watch <laughs> I'm with well, him. I'm with him. It's a drama. It's uh, Don uh, Lion Gardner. And um, Kofi Sirabo, two of the cast members from Queen Sugar, That's cool. um, that I interviewed on Below the Belt show. But before that, um, so I was at the uh, B&M Web Fest uh, over the weekend, and me and the uh, one of the guest hosts uh, from Los Angeles, her name is Lauren Francesca. Shout out to Lauren. Hello. Uh, we Do actually, I know her from anywhere? Yeah, or? I don't know. She's pretty awesome. She's okay. a YouTube personality. Okay. She's Lauren, word on the street. I heard you were a YouTube personality. Oh, my gosh, Lauren. <laughs> she is. Where she... do you hail from? <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, heard this really cool song coming from one of the restaurants at the after party. And both of us pulled out our phones and hit Shazam. Because oh. this Shazam. was this was an old club hit that, I don't know, it was kind of cool. And I was like, I thought it would be cool, classic cut. No really tie-in, really. But this is... Uh, Solo music featuring Kimberly, and the song is called Fade. Uh, it was a pretty cool club track from back in the day. So we're bringing it back here on Below the Belt Show, followed by those interviews from Queen Sugar. So we'll be back here on Below the Belt. That's cool. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. We're here with one of the awesome cast members, Dawn of Queen Sugar. <laughs> Just talked to Ritia, now I get to talk to you. Yay. What's it like working with such a great ensemble cast? Honestly, it is like family. Ritina and I have known each other for a long, long time. Oh, wow. We met each other in school. It's been a true sisterhood in terms of support and love and believing in each other's careers and, and artistry. So it's been a joy to bring that into our relationship on screen. You How know? long have you really known? Is. Oh my God. 
Argentina. We go back to Juilliard. So wow, that's amazing. I'll say over a decade. That's amazing. <laughs> Keep it vague. And, and I have to say great things about Juilliard because Juilliard has really uh, produced some amazing talent, uh, including you know yourself and I'm very Regina. Yeah. I'm very proud of our alums. Very yeah. proud of the program. And I feel like honestly, since the time that we've been there, even mm -hmm. it has evolved even more into an incredibly mm -hmm. inclusive, incredibly thoughtful program that is committed to producing artists who are full whole people. So yes. I'm very and just a shout out to them. Very proud of them. Awesome. Well, what can we expect out of your character uh, this season? Ooh, Queen Sugar. Good grief. <laughs> um, what you can say. Nothing's happened in the past three seasons. Right. Um, you know, it's it's a real, it's a really intense, explosive mm -hmm. season okay. in terms of the family. Like mm -hmm. it really tests really what family bonds are made of. Um, I would say if there's one word I could use, it would be reckoning. Okay. It's a reckoning, reckoning. specifically okay. for my character. Okay. So think about all the last three seasons and what happens and what that might mean. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. We can't wait to see it. And yeah, any yeah, other yeah. projects uh, that you're working on that you can stuff talk about? Stuff that I can't talk okay. about. Yeah, okay. So yeah, okay. there's stuff coming down the pike, but it's a little uh, under wraps right now. Okay. But in yeah. the meantime, we know about Queen Sugar. Yes. And season four yes. premieres in June. In June. June yeah. 12th. Tune right. in. Check it out. Thanks so much for talking with fun. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. Rolling. Video rolling. All right. Guys, we're here with Kofi, one of the what stars up? of Queen Sugar here at the IFC Theater Split Screens Festival. Yes, indeed. You got to be excited for season four. So excited, man. Yeah. It's a few days, June 12th. It's counting down, man. Right? Yeah. So what can you tell us about your character for season four? What are you allowed to say? Uh, everything. Nah, I mean, you know you know how it goes. A lot of tears, a lot of, a lot of smiles, but... A lot of drama. A lot of drama. <laughs> um, no, but also a lot of exploration. I feel like Ralph Angel's at a place where he's really trying to define himself as a man and an okay. individual. And uh, life has thrown a lot his way, so now he's really trying to navigate, I guess, the past while mm -hmm. still trying to create space for the future. And um, the question is, how does that look? You know, between his relationship with Darla, between his relationship with his son, who's not his son biologically, yeah, his yeah. family. And, you know, there's just a lot of dynamics that he has to... Uh, Deal with, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, deal no, with. Yeah, so, no like, doubt. you know, I think that's just what we see is him dealing with it and, um, yeah. you know, the trials and tribulations, ups and downs. Yeah. You know? Wow. So, season four, that, congratulations. Oh, yeah. so, to make it the four seasons is amazing. What do you attribute to Queen Sugar's success? I mean, first of all, I just think it's um, Ava and Oprah's vision. You know, yeah. it starts there, just like giving us the space to explore these characters yeah. and, you know, I guess the emotions that these characters experience, but um, mm -hmm. also just the, the reality of the space that we're creating. Like, I feel like the mm -hmm. audience is connected to the show because it's so real, you yeah. know? And it's like, we're real people as well. Like, Don and, and mm -hmm. Rutina and Tina and Omar, I mean, mm -hmm. Nick, like, Bianca, the list goes on, but like, yeah. for uh, for us to have an opportunity to, to express ourselves artistically in a space like Queen Sugar on OWN, I mean, I just feel like a synergy. Like, the audience is feeling what we feel every day on set. You know awesome. what I'm saying? Awesome. So being on the OWN network, has uh, Oprah been on set, and have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> Oprah don't really do the set thing, but you know, her presence is felt, yeah. you know, in and out, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's just there when she's 
he's not there. And, mm-hmm. You know, we still have our personal relationships. So every once in a while, I'll text her be like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, when we're on set, it's, it's, it's serious. We're working. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like 12 hour days, like right. nonstop. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a lot of, you know. Right. Well, um, we got to talk about Really Love because you shot in our hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, tell us an update on the release you know about date. Really Love, man. <laughs> Fit for Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, there's no release date yet, but I okay. have heard the film looks amazing. You know, awesome. they, they're doing the music thing, the color thing, and, you know, the cut the cut is set, so I'm excited about that. I haven't seen it, so nice. I, I don't know much more than you, but okay. I do know it's going to be it's gonna be pretty dope, man. How did you like working with that cast, including Uzo Duba and many more? Dude, I, yeah. again, such a such, such an experience. Like, hey, yeah. I, I, I have so much respect for Uzo and, yeah. you know, Blair and, and, and yes. Michael and just yes. the city of Baltimore, but, like, yes. also the, awesome. you know, being able to uh, play a painter. Um, and, and shout out, shout out to, um, man, shout out to all the painters out there for real. But shout out to Gerald, Gerald, nice. Gerald, uh, you know, Gerald Lavelle. He painted all the uh, paintings in the film that my character painted. But I mean, just again, when you see how simple but 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 magnificent he makes us look, and you know, in our simplicity, wow. just it's for me to be able to be the one to convey that, you know, mm-hmm. on on film like yeah. that. You just gonna have to see it to film me, like yeah, you know, the colors. Are, like I'm a color dude, so like those colors and the way he does it, and just like the way I. Do it like yeah. it's crazy. Pops, huh? Yeah, it's beautiful. Nice. There's a, a, I can't say, but there's a photo <laughs> that I paint at, you know, in the film that's just life size, yeah. you know, and it's of uh, the woman I fall in love with in the film. Uh, okay. Shout out to you to, um, it's magnificent. Awesome. Yeah, to say the least. And by the way, how are the craft services on set? <laughs> it was just lovely. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Atlanta Moss, got our producer. Shout out, shout out. Well, Kofi, thanks so much for talking to us. Appreciate you all. And we cannot wait to see the. That's right, we're guys. We're back here on Below the Belt Show. All right, so uh, we'll be back. Where do we leave? let's talk about The Walking Dead, first of all, guys. Wow, <laughs> what an episode! CJ, I know you're watching, you're, you're a long time oh, yeah. Walking I Dead. I gotta fan. watch. He, he's um, got to talk because I so, missed it. I was busy working. I apologize. Okay, so Negan. I have to watch the replay. Negan has escaped, and we learned how he escaped by some douchebag named Brandon, who, who apparently they didn't have a backstory for. Oh, they didn't show him on uh, previous episodes. So he's like the red shirt from Star Trek, isn't he? Yeah, I guess he's the red shirt, for, uh, red shirt for Star Trek. But for whatever reason, he uh, thought Negan was the guy he was when he ruled. The Sanctuary, mm. <laughs> which is nuts, uh, which was the crazy Negan, the Negan that was bashing people's heads. Yes. Obviously, six years in a, a cell has changed them mentally. Yeah. Um, he's going off and saving Judith. He's uh, planting vegetables in the garden. I don't think, Are we you talking know about The Walking Dead? I don't think, yes. it, I don't think it, was the, it was the cell. Mm-hmm. I think it was the talk he had with Carl. He's silent. That's me. what I. That's what I think. <laughs> How dare you, Al? <laughs> you're think, on. You're on. I think. Yeah, I think it was that that talk he had with. Remember the talk he had with, with um, uh, the son, Carl. You mean Carl? Yeah, Carl. And Carl. he like he like he, And then when on this past weekend he said, uh, the guy said something about Clayson. Don't you say nothing about Carl. Carl was a a good kid. And like he yes. like. So I think that talk he had with Carl. Was like it kind of changed him a little bit because he remember what point, he talked yeah. about. But wasn't that kind of like the premise of comic books? Wasn't he like close with Carl in the comics? 
Oh, yes, yeah. that they followed that same storyline in the comic books. But now he's so, changed because of Carl, I think. So now he meets this uh, mother and young son yeah. in a bus, saves him from the walkers, and this Brandon guy goes and just kills him for thinking that Nick would appreciate that. Oh, that's After not he good. had a talk with so his wait, young but he boy. he killed him? Yeah. The, the Brandon kid killed the mother and the, his son, and her son, and Negan took a freaking huge rock and bashed the kid's head in, dude. Insane. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're giving me spoilers. I didn't even I didn't, I didn't, I didn't Why are you doing the, this to me? I didn't even <laughs> see the end of it. I stopped watching I Walking in Dead in, like, 2012. That's oh, well, why. Then you're fine. Keep up. You don't even know who Negan is. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know who Negan is. No, I got bored after a while. You still got a couple more seasons I got really bored. Like, how many more ways can you die? There's a lot. There's a lot of ways, man. But, like, the thing is, it's like, do you really want to think about that on the regular? Yeah, well, I mean, it is fiction at the end of the day. Good Yo, fiction. I'm just telling you, that's dark, and Good that fiction. puts bad thoughts in people's minds. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want people, especially in Baltimore, pulling up on you, <laughs> thinking about The Walking Dead every 25 seconds, jaywalking. No, that's Atlanta that you think about, The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's uh, Atlanta. What? Atlanta. Atlanta's Walking Atlanta, Dead. Dude, dude, have you ever been to Lexington Market? Oh, there's walking zombies. Everyone is walking everywhere. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's everybody. New York City, there's a lot of walking uh, zombies. Yeah. yeah, there's some zombies there too. When I saw the Ravens win the Super Bowl, I was driving down Towson and I saw all of these kids climbing like lamp posts and stuff because they were like, oh, well, the Ravens won the Super Bowl. And all I could think of, because earlier that night I was wa- playing a game, a video game about zombies. Mm-hmm. It's bad to just always be thinking about zombies, man. <laughs> I mean, again, this is a fictional universe. Of, uh, when you look, it's entertainment. At the end of the day, it's entertainment. And um, can I be real with you, that, man? That's what, that's how we look at it. So. Yes. Can I be real with you? What's up? I directed a short film about dead bodies that are used like robots as um, like. So machines. like Westworlds. Westworlds, no, like kind of like Ghost in the Shell, but better. But, well, but, no, but Westworld Westworld was like that. It was like really? A, yeah. HBO. Okay, well, what mm-hmm. I what I decided, like, mm-hmm. I never finished it. I never got, like, the audio how I wanted it to be. Okay. But it was about dead bodies that were used, like, robots on an assembly line. And it's Sounds called Spark. really creepy. Yeah, it's it on YouTube. I never finished the audio because me and the audio guy dated and, like, I messed no, it up. That's what happened. I messed it up. So if anyone out there... So never date anybody on set. This is No. A... No. Yeah. <laughs> Until they're... Until the project's finished. Yeah, then yeah then that's, a, that's a bad thing to do, <laughs> word on the street. Just saying. Yeah. But I learned that the hard way. But yeah. if anyone out there wants to help me finish my audio, okay. it's called Spark, and it's on YouTube. <laughs> and my email's <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I guess it all out. Out. I'm yeah. just putting it out there. I need help. I, I need really help. So uh, what are you thinking about this season of The Walking Dead, CJ? I think it's, it's, interesting. it's, it's, it's gone it's leaps and bounds better since yes. Angela Kang is now executive producer. So you know, show we, when we think about Walking Dead, we keep thinking about... People walking from town we, to town. Yeah, we're thinking about Carl. We're thinking about Rick. We're thinking right. about... Uh, what was the Asian kid? Uh, Glenn. 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 We're thinking about Glenn and all the, the rest Asian of them. Like now, mm-hmm. like now, it's like... It's, 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 it's a total different storyline. Judith is, is older now. Yep. And, and Judith doesn't even exist in the comics. So, like, this is a whole new thing. So, and you I can't like follow that. the comics. I, and that's good because you don't know Well, what's the director happen. said everything wasn't going to be the same in the comics because a lot of people keep thinking it's going to be the comics. Mm-hmm. And gonna the director some, already said yeah. it. There's going to be some twists Some and similarities, changes. some deviation. Yep. Yeah, there's going to be some twists and changes. You're going to have to have some twists, but you're going to have to keep some of the source material right. the same. Because I, I really, truly, honestly believe they're still going to give, give Alpha's kill to Negan. 
And that's what happened. But that's in the how they should school. do it. Yes. Yes. And Alpha, d- definitely the most ferocious villain on Walking Dead's history, in my opinion. What do you think? I don't know. I, I viewed Governor as the most ferocious really? villain. Really? Because the thing the is, governor? yeah. Because the Governor was like. He had the. He was tra- a snitch. He yeah. started a whole town and killed everybody. Yeah, he did. But that, but that's the thing. But he, but the thing is, he also had the charisma to like convince these people to follow him into battle, like mm. Hitler. Where yes, <laughs> and Negan, Negan very ne- similar ne- as Negan, well. Yeah. Negan just intimidated people, but the governor didn't even have to intimidate the people. He convinced. He just them charmed them. them right? He just charmed them. Okay. And then he was gave them lemonade and shit like that. Yeah. They, Negan, they had the nice houses. But see, here, here's the thing. Negan did what he did mm-hmm. to survive, to help other people out. The right. governor did it. For himself, there's there's a difference. Yeah. So what about that bombshell that Ezekiel threw on us that he is suffering from some type of cancer? Oh. Because he showed uh, that he had a, a lump in his throat. Oh, oh no. I didn't see that. Yeah. Whole, I didn't know that. Did you so not I watch? Oh, you didn't finish it. I didn't get to see it. I was so busy filming. So it's I like, actually think this is probably the reason last week when he was thinking of possibly jumping until Michonne saved him. Remember yes. that from last week? Um, so, so that means Carol doesn't know that. And now he revealed it, and he was gonna tell Carol, but he he got he cut, he got the, cold cut feet. the mic off. He got cold feet, and he cut the mic off. Yeah, that's why I seen that part. He cut the yes, cut Elena. The Al, does he jewel? Who? Whoever has the lump in oh, his oh, they, they don't have jewels in the Walking Dead. In the Dead. Walking Dead universe, how do you know? It's a dystopia. Yeah, then. <laughs> There's the oh, second wow. bell. We have our second guest. Oh, oh hello. Oh, turn on the. Guys, we have a special treat on Below the Belt show, our second special guest caller of the evening, the beautiful and talented Natalie Maleka. What's up, Natalie? Hey, how's hey. it going? <laughs> Hello. Good to have you on Below the Belt show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, Ashley Buck, our, our friend and uh, awesome publicist, uh, referred you to us, and we said, heck yeah, we're going to have, uh, <laughs> we got to have Natalie on the Blue <laughs> of the Belt show, because uh, yep. first of all, Fractured, what an incredible Unfortunately, film. I didn't get to see it yet, but you told I, me it's I, great. I, so I started watching it, uh, obviously, to do my homework, yeah. but uh, and just realized, why did I overlook such a great and powerful thriller film? Um, because it's you were so involved good. in the very pivotal scene as soon as Raymond Rowe, played by Sam Worthington, discovers that um, his wife and daughter go missing. Yes. Yeah. I'm that pivotal moment. I blow up the whole world in that one moment. You completely <laughs> blow s shit up. <laughs> and by the way, you can say whatever you want on the show. But um, okay, we don't it. have censor. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so first of all, what was it like working with with uh, with Sam and Lily, um, who are both incredible actors? Definitely. Um, I didn't get to work with Lily, which kind of sucks. I wish I did. Um, but but I yeah, you're right. She was missing. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was missing. Yep. She was missing. So I didn't get any opportunity to work with her. Um, but Sam was great. Um, it was really, really incredible just getting to um, to just watch how he works, seeing like you know, he's a, a working actor who works a ton, and like I just really admire his work. And so it was great to to watch him and also to get to talk with him in between scenes when there were moments. Um, yeah, definitely very great and insightful for me as an up-and-coming actor. That's amazing. Tell us about the audition process for uh, landing the role as a receptionist, as the pivotal receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you broke the news. <laughs> 
Was it a self-tape? Um, did you did your agent submit you? Were you selected right away? Yeah, it was a, it was through a self-tape. Nice. Um, I put myself on tape um, to Winnipeg, and I remember like reading the breakdown and reading the script, and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be so cool if I can go to Winnipeg. Like, I've never been. Manitoba. So dope. Wow. Yeah, it was so cold. Oh, I've never experienced, I mean, I'm from Toronto, and right. like, Toronto nice. is cold, but... Winnipeg, like Manitoba. That's a different. Like that's a different kind of cold. That's like Antarctica, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it feels like Antarctica. I heard you had to get your coat made in Manitoba in order to fight the weather there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Never experienced. I wore the wrong shoes my first day there, and my toes were like I felt like I got fried frostbite. Um, but yeah, so like I remember reading reading through everything. I was like, yeah, it'd be so cool to go there. Um, and then I just, like, kind of put it on tape, and I, like, forgot about it. I had so many things going on, like, school and exams and that sort of stuff. And then I got a call from my agent saying that I booked it, and I was just like, oh, wow, like, that's, like, amazing. So So you were a full-time student uh, while you were, uh, uh, you know, pursuing your acting career at the time? Yes, yes. So I only just kind of started focusing only on acting in the last year since I graduated Con- last October. Nice. Congratulations, by the way, on graduating. Thanks. 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 Um, now yeah, you can so focus 100% to- on acting. Yep. I love it. Yes, exactly. And more time to focus on that. And I do see, like, all the, the more energy I have to put into it, I'm seeing more results that I want. So That's awesome. That's good. Did you pursue a degree in the acting field, or did you go something more you know, a businessy or something that you could fall back on career-wise? Uh, I originally went into a BFA theater program at Ryerson. Nice. Um, I did a year there, didn't complete it. It, it. For me personally, it just wasn't the program for me. It was a great program. I know a lot of people, a lot of great people have come out of the program. It just wasn't for me. Um, so I ended up going into biology for two years. Nice. And, That's a very difficult finally, major, by the way. Very difficult major, uh, but it is an interest for me. Um, I had quite an interesting university path, and then from biology, I went into sociology and graduated with a degree in social. Nice. Well, you know, those, yeah. those skills can be applicable. Yep. educated, man. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. Lots of great skills to take with me for anything that I do. So, um, so wow, so you shot this project um, uh, for Netflix, um, and um, which is amazing. It's, it's definitely a great thing to, for your platform of your career. But then um, I'm seeing here a really cool project um, in your bio, which Ashley provided for us, which is pretty cool. So these are fancy, yeah. nice little EPKs, <laughs> which is cool. It's called The Color Rose, uh, <laughs> and it uh, follows seven uh, uh, schoolgirls uh, from private, private school who start a cult. Where each oh, of them must awesome. embody one of the seven deadly sins, lust, oh, man. gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride, uh, the sinning schoolgirls soon discover that their religious town has a terrifying secret, that a mysterious killer who begins kidnapping <laughs> kidnapping the girls one by one. Ooh, man. What's up, yeah. <laughs> Lots going on there. Lots going on there. Seven girls and going missing. There's going to be a lot, a lot of twisty, turny mysteries in that. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a fun shoot. Yeah, every, every, so you said all the projects you've been involved with uh, have involved 
twists and big mysteries and then just just you know i think she should come up here and work for m night like us yeah m night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> i think you're the m night yeah. Shyamalan should be on your uh, your next project <laughs> list <laughs> bring me on <laughs> well, well, your toes won't freeze here. That's all. Yeah, you can still wear sandals here. No, I just moved here. From oh, Australia. perfect, perfect. I love that weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of weather. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So, what is what is your nationality, uh, Natalie? Uh, can you take can you take a gander? Um, a I mean. I can do it. Hold up. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, got let's it. See. I got it. I figured it out. Right, who, what you got? You are one hot chick. Yeah. That's what I found it out. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. There it is. Thank you. I will take that. that. I will take that. <laughs> so first of all, are you ready? Should we continue the guessing game or are you ready to reveal? Yeah, you can reveal. All right. All right. Uh, so I'm half Jamaican, quarter Indian, and quarter Chinese. Wow. wow. I never cool would have guessed I would have never thought that. That's a really cool mix. <laughs> So, so are you considered, I uh, guess, uh, ethnically ambiguous? Because there's a lot of ethnically ambiguous ambiguous roles in Hollywood now. Yeah, I go for a lot of ethnically ambiguous. I go for a lot of like, yeah, a lot of open ethnicity, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I like to have that open so that I can, you know, I don't feel kind of limited or restricted to anything. Yeah, that's nice. certainly um, important because yes. You know, keeping the wider range of roles is very important. So, have you played other ethnicities? Um, I've gotten roles where, like, there were where they weren't looking for where it was open ethnicity, so they weren't really um, bit picky, I guess, about the ethnicity. But I've also booked, at least in the recent in re- recently, I've booked quite a few roles where they were looking for specifically uh, a black female. Okay. Um, but all of my roles prior to the last couple that I've done were all kind of like ethnically ambiguous characters. So it's nice to know that I kind of am able to float between the two. There you go. Yeah, I don't. I really, really did not hear the Jamaican accent at all. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, she's Jamaican. <laughs> well, your father was right. <laughs> well, let me let me let me ask you a question. So, do you have like a favorite Jamaican dish? Uh, it's funny you asked me that. I was just at my grandma's house today, and she she's 94, and she still cooks, mm-hmm. like, nice. every week. That's awesome. Um, and this week she made uh, stew peas and rice. Oh, wow. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's so yummy. Um, and I had some today, so, like, I'm feeling very satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, your favorite, my favorite, favorite. what is your favorite cuisine, yeah? Um, oh, wow. Honestly, uh, I I love tacos. Like I would consider myself a taco connoisseur. Do you like tacos? Um, and, and I'm going to Mexico at the end of the month. So and this is my first time at Mexico, which is surprising considering how much I love tacos. Now this is for vacation uh, or for uh, for work? For vacation. Nice, for vacation. nice. <laughs> Ironically, I was on yeah. set today and we had fajitas. There you go. Fajita bar. <laughs> You got yeah, you oh, got to so you got to love um, catering on these film and TV sets. I mean, think about oh it. God, There's yeah. no other place where you can go right. to, 
uh, work and have catered meals for free. And not only that, it's like even if you bought the, these meals, we would be paying like 15, 20 bucks. And even if you work at a restaurant, like servers and hostesses, they still have to pay for yes. their meals, even though it's like discounted. So you think about it, being an actor or being a crew member. We have it made. <laughs> you got to have it made. Yeah, you know? honestly, honestly, the craft truck is like my favorite place on set. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So what other projects, <laughs> what other projects, actually I see a really cool project you're working on with Nisi Nash. Are you allowed to talk about that one yet? Um, there are some details. I mean, I haven't been given too much information. I know it's coming out in February next year. Cool. That's the date we've been given. Um, it is the first movie that's being produced by um, Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so she entered into, um, I guess that she has a deal with Lifetime where she create, she's going to be creating or producing mm-hmm. uh, five um, films and documentary series. So it's a film, and then you have the documentary that follows the real people. Um, so they're, And they're back-to-back, so she's doing five of those. I think the next one they have going is like, oh, I don't know. They were talking about them, but this one is based on... Um, so a girl, a true story about a girl that got kidnapped from a Florida hospital uh, when she was just eight hours old, and um, she, the woman that raised her, raised her not to harm her or anything. She raised, to, kidnapped her in order to raise her because she lost her own um, child through miscarriage. And at sixteen, when the girl wanted to find a job, um, that's when she found out because she needed her social insurance number or her social security number, whatever they call it in the States. Um, and so eventually the woman that raised her had to admit that she kidnapped her and all of this came out and now the woman is in jail. And so like, it's a whole story. It's a true story about that. And I'm, I'm playing it, the sister to the girl that got kidnapped. Well, that sounds cool. Wow. Yeah. So, so what was, did you work closely with, with, uh, Nisi? I did. I did get to work pretty closely with her, which was amazing. Um, in particular, she was one of the people on my bucket list to work with, and I, in particular, was really amazing because she just basically got off working when they see us, and, or it just basically came out at that point. Um, and so it was great to kind of get to talk to her about that and to um, just work with someone who is just so established. Another person I really admire. I think it was Nisi was in it's cla- Claws. Nisi was a part of the Claws. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought she was TNT, part of. Uh, yeah. Wasn't she part of? Uh, Scream Queens is another. No, what about the no, police she show? was on the on, co- on Comedy Central. The cop. Well, uh, what was that? It was called? called Cops, I think. No, not uh, one Cops. Uh, Reno nine one one. Yeah, Reno. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, yeah, that yeah. was her business. Yeah, Reno nine one one. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then but most recently on Netflix, she was in. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it at all, but when they just. Um, she was in that, and she was uh, nominated for um, I the Golden Globe or something. Yeah, she was. Nominated a, was she nominated for an Emmy for limited series? Uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. So it's amazing because she's a very funny woman and does a lot of comedy. But and then because yeah, I never would have yeah. expected that. And then she I, trans- I just think of Reno Nine One One. And then she transitions into drama and just like kills it at the drama. So she's well, she was in the yeah. show with Entertainer too. They came on TV land. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, multifaceted artists. It. Yeah. So I really think it's awesome, Natalie, that you've uh, accomplished so much in your young career 
Um, and uh, we, we see a bright future because, uh, uh, again, you killed it in Fracture. Uh, did a great job in that. And uh, we can't wait to see uh, your Nisi Nash project, The Color Rose, and uh, other things that you have going on. And uh, we really appreciate you calling in to Below the Belt show. Of course, of course. Thanks for chatting with me. Absolutely. And I got to let you know real quick, on yes. your Instagram, I'm 939. You was 933, <laughs> 938, now I'm, I'm, I'm number 939. Oh, snap. Oh, man. <laughs> I See, just I followed you, but I'm not on Instagram, so oh, I'm found sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I found her. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll go look. Uh, all right. <laughs> Natalie, oh, yeah, Natalie, before we let you go, if you could, let us know who you are. Um, and then let us know that you're on Fracture. You can throw out a plug for the color rose. And then let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Sorry, say, sorry, say that again. <laughs> so say who you are. <laughs> say I'm Natalie Malika. Uh, I'm on, um, you know, throw out your project for Fractured. And then let us know you're on Below the Belt. Hi, my name is Natalie Malika. I'm on Fractured. And this is Below the Belt. There you go. Awesome. Nice and to the point. <laughs> Thanks for calling in then. Did I get it? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Perfect. Thanks for calling in, Natalie. Beautiful. You're Have beautiful and you're talented. Beautiful and dirty rich. Get that coat from uh, Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Now you're going to make me go home and watch Fraction. Like she was nice. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was real Natalie cool. Malika, guys. Check her out in Fractured. On Netflix now. Well, I'm on I know. I know you're gonna go on Netflix now. See, I'm not. I need to get Netflix because everybody has Netflix. Dude, and they're are you like the one person on earth that does not have Netflix? I'm the one person on earth that doesn't have Netflix. And I'm, do not not Netflix. Netflix. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook either. So. Hey, you know what? Jeez. You just need friends if you don't have Netflix. You Bar just need passwords. Friends. No, they're shutting that down. Oh. Alrighty. Netflix said they're making a brand new software. Are they like following IP out. addresses and stuff? Oh. They probably gonna see if you the person is using it. Oh snap! So you may, if you gonna do it. You better do it now before they come up with that software. Oh shit! Okay. So. Spyware. Well, no, it's just a, it's a detection, IP detection. Yeah. Dude, so if you if you're sharing a password with somebody in California and you're on the East and Coast, and you live in New oh, my York, brother lives in New York, California, then so. they can they can track the IP addresses and know that it's that two somebody's using. There's anything wrong with that? I do that. Well, because they're not getting they money from the people that are using. They it. haven't found out yeah. how to detect it yet, but now they are. Yes. Well, it doesn't matter because if I'm an authorized user, it shouldn't matter, man. Well, the, well, if you're paying for it, yes, it's fine. Well, there's I'm peop- not, though. There, 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 are, there are people that are bi-coastal. Yeah. So what about that? I mean, how do they say, hey, I'm in my New York home, and then I fly out to L.A.? I mean, I guess maybe you have to it, activate, like, a certain It area. has to be your account. I, I'm i like well, a gypsy. So. I travel everywhere, so my Netflix just travels with me. There you go. There you, you know go. what I mean? <laughs> so um, are you a fan of uh, Billions? Anybody a fan of Billions? On um, Paul Giamatti was the producer of The Outsiders, yeah. I, I which did, I always oh, see. The of course. There you go. Well, I did an, uh, an episode of Billions, but they just added some really big names to the, the cast of season five. Uh, Juliana Margulies from The oh, Good Wife. Cool. And Corey Stoll, who uh, used to be on House of Cards. But wasn't he also? He was the guy like that a, died in the, the first strain? season. Wasn't he was in the strain as well? Dude, do you guys? So the season five of Billions, they've just joined the cast. So um, I'm curious to how long. Uh, I'm surprised it's still on. Yeah, I I'm surprised too. Al, yeah. Al, can I ask you? Can I say something? What's up? Um, you know House of Cards. Yes, I you know on that House show. Cards. I was on a lot. Well, too. a lot of us worked. You on know House that of Cards. show? You know the Nino's restaurant that's in it. 
Nino's? I used uh, to get food there all the time. I would get a meatball sub, and I didn't yeah. even know that it was going to be in a show. Is it and good? I, I used to go there when I was underage. Like, I'm just being real. Like, I, I shouldn't it. have been going there. It's a liquor store, I think. Oh, okay. I should, but I should have been going there. Subs, if they're selling you liquor, that's a different story. I think they <laughs> right. got new management now, so I'm right. not throwing anyone under the bus. But right. it was a great place to get a meatball sub. I bet. Was and yeah. yeah. They can sell you meatball subs. There's no problem with that. <laughs> no, oh yeah, I'm thinking liquor. about a different liquor store. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so right. we apologize to Nina. <laughs> so anyways, I do have a plug that I uh, appeared on uh, Tuesday's episode of This Is Us. Congratulations. Episode 7 of season 4. Check it out on demand. So if that means it's seen it, This Is Al. This is Al. You might have called this is Al. Yes. I have a scene with Asante Black, who was in that Netflix show, When They See Us. Yes. That uh, Natalie was alluding to with Nisi Nash. Uh, he's also um, a recurring on uh, This Is Us this season. Oh, that's cool. And he befriends uh, Deja, who is the adopted daughter of Sterling K. Brown's character, oh, Randall. That's, that's good. And uh, you'll see a cheesesteak scene, which is funny because you mentioned Meatball Sub, but Philly cheesesteak scene in Philly. And I give Malik a fist bump and say, what's up, Malik? Oh, that's Dude. And hey, check it out. Residuals. This is up. This is us. This is us. Dude, you want to know something tragic? What's the last time I went to Philly, I had a meatball sub, but it was vegan. Oh. Not trying to hate on vegans or anything, but I right. just can't do them vegan anymore. <laughs> so that means no impossible burgers for you, right? Mm-mm. No, once you go, like, once you go. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't know if it was close enough to my face or not, but check. Okay, anyway, but. um. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so yeah. I I forget what I was going to say. Did, did, did you just hear what I said, though? What did you I'm say? I'm an episode of This Is Us. Yeah, oh, well, that's awesome. <laughs> <Al. Go ahead. laughs> I didn't know that. I was just talking. That's all I was just saying. Yeah, Yo, this well, that's chill, man. Good to know. It just aired last night. Nice to meet you, Al. Yeah. Is it so just a shameless, shame, shameless plug. It's on ABC, right? On NBC. Uh, NBC, I'm sorry. NBC. Uh, aired, 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 dude, I was just trying to play it cool. I wasn't trying to be like, oh my gosh, Al, you were on This Is Us. <laughs> I wow. was on This Is Us. So check it out. Al's <laughs> everywhere, man. And check it Al's on, on everything. Check it on the man. Secretly, he's everywhere. So are you a fan of Arrow? Yeah, I you, am. You but I mean, I've kind of like... I don't know. It just kind of got a little boring the last couple seasons. So I haven't really well, watched. Have like a, when he became mayor and stuff. It's they like, have a big return. Emily Beth Rickards is coming oh, back, man. guys. Yeah, Felicity. Which will be returning to the uh, series final episode. Oh, that's So cool. as you know, it's wrapping up early in 2020. Yes. Um, but yes, it was, she just um, she just announced that she will it's, be a part um, of now. Are they going to be part of that crossover too, or is that just all something like yeah, the um, Worlds thing? Yes, yes, I think that's the final chance that they will get the crossover in the Crisis on Infinite Okay, Earth I, I wasn't yeah. sure if Arrow was part of that or not. I knew Flash mm-hmm. was about and yeah. Supergirl, but yeah. Flash. Ah, oh. <laughs> have you seen that Flash. Queen thing? The Queen song about Flash? That's Flash Gordon. That's Flash yes. Gordon. That's not the Flash from DC. That's oh, a different Flash. <laughs> That's the one they make fun of on, uh, right. what was that, uh, Ted. Ted was, Flash Gordon was the movie they kept watching. Oh, Ted. I yeah. love Ted. Oh, the, the, the one with the teddy bear? The teddy yes. bear, yeah. Oh, man, I, I love, love him. I love that, I love that movie. <laughs> He's my man. <laughs> so um, you mentioned earlier about... Um, 
a reboot show for good times, right? So, yeah. So I got some reboot news. So they're uh, working on a, a reboot for uh, an 80s show called The Equalizer. Do you remember this? The Equalizer. Do you know so, that? I hate easy to bring back, though. So Queen Latifah. Wait a second. The is going to star. She's going to star in it and executive produce this. Ooh, I love her. The, the reboot, yeah. Wait, 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 wait a second. How is she going to do that? Denzel was the Equalizer in that reboot. <laughs> well, not so in the movie, that's but. a good point. Yeah. Say what? Denzel was the Equalizer it. reboot. Well, she's the Equalizer now. She will be in the reboot, yeah. Don't even question Queen Latifah. She's a queen. Yeah, she is Ever a queen. Denzel, ben, Denzel ben, the king. Bend the knee to the queen. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder how they're going to do that, though. Considering the Equalizer's always been a man. Well, you know, they've been gender bending things a lot lately. So. Oh, yeah, know, I understand. Yeah. Um, I don't see how a woman couldn't uh, take the role of an Equalizer. Precisely. Um. But, uh, okay. yeah. I guess. I don't know. I had to look at it and see. <laughs> the ro- showrunners will be Andrew Marlowe and Terry Miller of Castle and Take Two. Okay. Now, if she plays the role like she played and set it up, set it off. It's in, it's then, in good hands, yeah. You know, then it's doable. Yeah. So they're doing a uh, Mad About You, um, I guess, not really a reboot, but a sequel series. Um, but they just bring everything back. Yeah. I want to see new ideas. Does, come on, well, think of something new. You know, I'm so sick of all these sequels coming out for everything. Well, it's, it's reboots. It's reboots and sequels, but this is a the sequel Godly's. series, and because Hollywood's running out of ideas. Um, yeah, but, it needs to get some new content. Yeah. But Man About You was a very popular 90s yes. NBC sitcom, um, and Helen Hunt will be returning, but Carol Burnett will uh, reprise a role as the mother of Helen Hunt's character. Is Riser returning too? Or is he... Riser's returning as okay. well, yeah. So the original cast will be back for that. Um, and everybody wants a Friends reboot. Um, our figures are crossed for that. I want a Joey reboot. I Do think that was a great like show. Chris Malone? I want to go with Goma Pile. So, um... So apparently they're doing. We should do a reboot, and you should star in it. <laughs> they're actually, They're doing an eight-episode, like, um, marathon of Friends Thanksgiving episodes Friends. on November twenty-fourth and November twenty-fifth. Ooh. Uh, remastered uh, in four K. Four. Four K. Only mobile four K TV. Yeah. 4K. I guess I can't watch. Quattro. You must have a 4K TV to watch it, probably. <laughs> or you could have two 2K TVs and you'll be right. fine. Or, or you could have one K two TV. Two 1080p like, together, together and the watch shop. <laughs> That's go. a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Or, or cross your eyes and look yeah. at it at the same time. And speaking of Carol Burnett, Ellen DeGeneres is the recipient of the 2020 Carol Burnett How Award. How old is she? Because she's been around forever. Carol she Burnett's she in her 80s. She doesn't seem to really yeah. age, though. She kind of seems like the 70s. And more like still, the 70s. Uh, Carol's in her 80s, I believe, and she's still working. But she has a, an, a, an award um, named after her. Oh, that's great. And Ellen DeGeneres will be receiving that award at the Golden Globes. See, yeah, I don't Golden know Globes. if I, was, yeah. I, I agree with that. Do you know why? Because I don't consider Ellen like a comedian. She's more of a host. Okay. I well, mean, she like, was a comedian before she was She was, a, but was I mean, I'm just saying like to get a comedy award. Yeah. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? I, I mean, don't know. The show would be funny, though. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Look at it, be funny. Have you guys right, seen Cardi on Ellen where like Cardi or Ellen dressed up like Cardi? Cardi B? Yeah. The, the rapper? Yeah. I have not seen that, wow. no. Dude, oh my God, it's so funny. I saw a picture, I think, on Tumblr. Or mm. I, no one uses Tumblr anymore. What am I talking about? Because <laughs> they Facebook, censor everything. <laughs> Facebook. But no one even uses Facebook anymore because like, eh, pretty much like just my parents use it. And I don't even talk to them. Oh. So, who? But <laughs> <laughs> just airing <laughs> out all the, all the dirty laundry is getting aired out here on Blow the Belt. <laughs> Sorry, you just um, got me at the wrong day. <laughs> 
So uh, the AMA um, performers have been announced. Um, they're doing a uh, Taylor Swift's getting the Decade Award, the Decade um, Performer Award, Artist of the Decade. There you go. You know what? I think um, all she needs to do is ha- to have a hit album is to get a boyfriend and dump him. Did you ever notice that? <laughs> That's Ooh. all she needs. Taylor Ooh. Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Sel- I knew it. <laughs> Selena Gomez will be performing. Um, and Billie Eilish, who is like the new hot artist right now. Billie uh, Eilish is, I like her, but she doesn't remember her lyrics. I thought it was a dude. You you thought, what do you mean she thought of? Billie Eilish, no. That's what I thought it was a dude. She's, she's just Billie. young. No, that's she's Billie young, Idol. She's really great. That's something she's very, Billie Idol. Like. She's thinking very, Billie, how can you get Billie Eilish and Billie Idol mixed up? <laughs> oh, Billie, first of all. That's Billie what I thought Idol. it was a dude. I was like, Billie? Billie? Yeah. It's a, a nice day Billie? for a white wedding. There you go. <laughs> Lizzo and Camila Cabello will also be a part of the AMAs. Um, I think I might be going to the AMAs. I'm waiting for my, oh, that would be awesome. my VIP uh, hook on uh, the after party. Could so. I sneak in, too? <laughs> if you look hot in the cocktail dress. Nobody maybe, goes but Al. Maybe. <laughs> Trust me, we've all tried to get <laughs> back to the Al. Do you know what? If you could get Al him, does never take you no one. I'm sorry, hey, CJ. I'm can sorry. I ask you guys something about something going on in Tower? Towson in like November. So okay. We really guy, don't know much about Towson. This guy, <laughs> you know the Misfits, the band. Yes, I know the punk band. You know they actually what wrestled at one time. So too. I, where I used to work, I like met this guy that like works for a company that apparently like he was talking to me like he knew them, but I don't know if he does because he mm-hmm. thought I was a spy and it never amounted to anything. <laughs> but anywho, so this guy mm-hmm. that I was talking to that was a customer at mm-hmm. my old job. He works for the production company of the lead singer of The Misfits. And the lead singer is having a concert on November something in Towson. Cool. At, um, I don't remember where it is, but anywho, if you guys like The Misfits, check out that concert because I kind of really want to go to it anyway. But, um, <laughs> and if you guys are into film stuff, I might be there. Well, <laughs> there be cool. you go. But don't, don't come stalk me. I'll be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get scared. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be well behaved. <laughs> I'll be scared. I'm wearing... So how was everyone's Halloween, um, which was last Thursday, because we we're on last I Wednesday. You guys, on, did you guys dress up? Or? I was not dressed up, even though okay. I was on set. So I was, like, no. I was dressed up in cowboy hat and some jeans <laughs> i could see that i could see a cj what kind of what kind of costume is cj wear? i dressed up as a teacher that fell asleep in class <laughs> which you know i do teacher's assistant so i'm a teacher's assistant so, I <laughs> so you played the role well did you wear a crazy costume or i was costume? invisible for halloween invisible Oh, I didn't go to work because oh, okay. I quit my <laughs> job. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> that makes sense. So, as you know, um, both Daredevil and Loki are in a Broadway play called Betrayal, which I'm checking out this weekend, which I can't wait to see. Ah. So, for Halloween, it was pretty cool because right. Charlie Cox, who's Daredevil, and um, Loki himself, um, Tom Hiddleston, switched costumes and, that is pretty cool. And Loki, uh, Charlie Cox became Loki, and wait a minute, wait a minute. And Tom Hiddleston, and Tom Hiddleston became the Daredevil. Look Daredevil at that outfit. Doesn't match. Yeah. It looks like Deadpool and Dead Daredevil. Yeah, it looks like it's Daredevil. It's not that Deadpool. outfit. That's not the same outfit. That's the same outfit. That's the same outfit. No, that's the TV show from Netflix. Oh, from the Netflix, Netflix show. No, it's yeah. not the Ben Affleck uh, that Daredevil. Oh, I'm looking at the comic book. You're doing old school, man. Yeah, I'm looking at the comic book. <laughs> I'm sorry. I never was introduced to you. What is your guys' this is, name? Oh, so this is CJ Bernie, comedian extraordinaire, actor, 
Paul Darth Wallace. Paul Darth Wallace. Darth Wallace. And uh, Heidi Klum has her annual Halloween party. She always comes up with some crazy-ass oh costumes. That is a crazy-ass costume. Heidi Klum, uh, some kind of big-tittied alien with her brain exposed. Can and I say something about Heidi Klum that I know? Much. What do it's you know about Heidi Klum? I know too some gossip about Heidi Klum. Oh, boy. Here we go. What'd you got? Um, What'd you got? My friend who was... You know the Project Runway show that she directed? Yeah. My friend's cousin was the guy who won the first season. Okay. So I know word on the street. Anywho, so apparently he worked really hard designing dresses for Heidi Klum, and she didn't wear any of them. Oh, that's not good. So that's just what I got to say about Heidi Klum. Not fulfilling her promises. No. Well, she's Uh. too busy wearing those weird costumes. That's what it is. That's what it is, yeah. I'm just saying, you don't mess with my friend's cousin. Yeah. Well, Twitter. Maybe she'll I respond. should tweet her. I should tweet her. I, I highly doubt it, though. She's a very yeah. busy woman. And I am um, Elena. So. <laughs> so this is a really good... I don't know. This is a... Uh, um, what's the guy's oh, name? Oh, that's who I think it is. That oh, is God. Great. Neil Patrick Harris and David Burke. They were Mary, Kate, and Ashley Olsen. That's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. That is so beautiful. That's their version of Mary, Kate, and Ashley Olsen. I thought it was the witch from uh, Snow White. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> that's that was a good costume. Dude, can I talk about dry shampoo for a second? So... Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen uh-huh. made a dry shampoo. It was Elizabeth and James Nirvana. I used to work at Sephora. For Nirvana! Where the lights Nirvana! Let's go dangerous! <laughs> it's entertain us! Entertain us! But no, sorry, go ahead. Anywho. <laughs> what about your shampoo? No, they made a shampoo called Elizabeth and James Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And we're well, not a shampoo, a perfume. And they yeah. had a dry shampoo. Okay. It smells like luxury. But you can only get Legit. it on Amazon now. They need to make it again. Aw, what's wrong with Amazon? Because it's the best. Oh, I just literally broke my donut. But what's wrong with it not being only available on Amazon? Because there's nothing Amazon, wrong everybody with has Amazon. Them. But Amazon. I don't have Amazon. Oh. I agree with him. I don't have can Amazon. I, can either. I be honest about Amazon? I love Am- Amazon to death. Amazon's great to me. Amazon's if you love great Amazon, you just that, buy it on Amazon. Get that shipping the next day, dude. It wasn't good for my around. sister, though. That's all I got to say. I got to stand okay. by my family. Okay. All right. I, I respect my family and my friends. Oh, you know, uh, okay. you know, one thing I think you might not have in your notes. You What's might up? not have in your notes. What you got? Um, I don't know if you know, but uh, we lost somebody. This past I was week. actually oh, no. I was actually gonna go over the rest in peace. But I got a you got a, the new one. Okay. I got a new one though. I don't so know if you got them. Hold on this one, so I'll throw out the ones. All right, those ones you got. Let me so see. So I got a few. Uh, Brian Tarantino, the character actor known for his role in Gilmore Girls and the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, died in New York. He was at the age of sixty. Um, also, what? one of the first Survivor contestants, Rudy Bosch. Um, he was in the first uh, Survivor, season one. Wow. He was a former Navy SEAL. He died at the age of 91. Oh, damn. Yeah. So those are the two passings I have this week. You got somebody new? Oh, you didn't, you, you didn't do your homework this week. Well, who do you got? Who do you got? Uh, well, for everybody, you know, I work at the comedy, Baltimore Comedy Factory, too, for such a long time. And uh, John Witherspoon, the cop oh, from Boondocks. No, uh, yeah, we, oh, no, we mentioned that last week. Oh, you mentioned it last week? Oh, yeah. I wasn't here last week, so. Yeah. Um, he, I met him a lot of times when dude, he came that, out of the comedy factory. That he was, was a real cool shock. dude. That was a sad passing, That's dude. such a shame. But that I didn't even nobody nobody knew. Friday. And he was just booked for the comedy factory in January. Oh, was he? I didn't realize. So oh. he was he was coming no, in January. He was scheduled. Oh man. Oh, and I met him. I met him every every time he came to the comedy club. He's a real nice dude. Wow. I was sad to see him. When I found out on Facebook, I was like, no. Like, 
He was a good. He was a real good dude, man. What did I do? What I do? Okay. There you go. I'm too close. No, that's perfect. Too close. Too close. <laughs> Echo. Yeah, Reverb. But um. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Man. Yeah, Friday Boondocks. Yeah. Well, he did another one. He did another one. I think I forgot what it was. It mm. was. He did Boondocks Friday. He was in Boomerang. Yeah, Everybody know coordinate. Yes. He's um, probably up in heaven acting for Jesus right now. So, or I don't know if he's Jewish. I don't know what religion. But, uh, but a lot of <laughs> people didn't. Jewish. But a lot of people didn't know John Witherspoon. Shalom. Was back with uh, Richard Pryor back in the what, day. Was he? Paul oh, Mooney. Oh yeah. He used to help write jokes for Paul Mooney back. I mean, yeah, well, Paul Mooney's kind of an underrated well, uh, comic that people don't realize. Yeah, he's yeah. not he's he's not popular on that on the you know that that yeah. side <laughs> with everybody. So yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so certainly, um, yeah, yeah, that's certainly a uh, very sad loss. Um, celebrity splitting up. So here's some uh, the latest list of celebrities going their separate ways. Um, Ron Perlman, Hellboy, Sons of Anarchy star, filed for divorce for his longtime uh, wife. Um, he was married. He was I didn't married. Think he was yeah. married. Sheesh. He was married. I yeah. might have a hope. <laughs> He's been married for almost 40 years. Really? Damn. Wow, that probably was not healthy. At 40 years deciding to split up. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. You have your two brush in the sink. Fuck yeah. you. That was not a healthy divorce. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Mackie, Falcon himself, uh, mm-hmm. and his wife have split. Um, they've amicably split. Um, also, uh, Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister, and Alan Ferguson. She's available? They, yeah, she's available. They, See, there's your next wife. Yeah. Can we get a partition, please? <laughs> no, she beat up Jay-Z in the, in the yeah. elevator. No, thank you. Okay. Ian Ziering and his wife, Erin, after nine years of marriage, have split up as well. And we just talked about Niecy, Niecy Nash yeah. just now. She, her, her, single now? her marriage just uh, ended, too. Yes. You know, I could have sworn Niecy Nash was on that TLC show about keeping your house organized. I'm not kidding. I used to watch it for hours on end. I think she end. was, though. Yeah. She, she would yeah. teach me how to fold clothes. She was so great. Like, it was yeah. when she was first starting out years ago. Are you I'm good at folding sure. clothes before now? Before her big TV. Yeah, uh, before she got big. Ah. Uh, yeah? Yeah, she was. I think it was. Yeah, she was on how come everybody's watching a show about like organizing clothes? I've never seen this. Because you don't have a TV. Because you don't have TLC, man. You don't have Twitter. You don't have Instagram. Tender love and care. Yeah. You don't have a TV. <laughs> uh, Kate Beckinsale has finalized her divorce. Oh uh, man, that was going on for a while. That yeah. wasn't. She's pretty though. They've been split for four years, but she finally finalized okay. the divorce. She was dating Pete Davidson for Saturday Night Live. How does he have, like, get these twin, women? Twenty-year difference. And and there's your Pete th- Davidson. Th- all for, he always pulls like the hottest women. And I can't forget out. I mean, you, you've seen Pete Davidson, right? I mean, Saturday he's a goofy Life. looking dude. The one, um, he's a young, not that bad looking. I forgot. Pete Davidson dude. is so. He's he looks like a young Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Buscemi. He yes. still he does look like Steve Buscemi. Wait, let yeah. me see what this guy looks like. Yeah, I, see that that's what happened last week. The girls oh, said they like he's that. not that bad, and they look him up yeah. and they're like, oh yes, well, Pete's he is. Dated Kate Beckinsale. I know this guy. Margaret Qualley, Ariana Grande. I mean yeah. Ariana Grande guys. No, I know you can't this guy. Be that bad you can't tell me. Right? I don't know. He's not bad looking. Here, look, look at Pete Davidson. You you You're just hating on him, man. I'm not hating on Pete Davidson. Don't be a hater on someone good looking. He also reminds me of Don Knotts. <laughs> oh, what an look, wow. look at Pete Davidson's picture. He does have that goofy look. The, the, Buscemi, the Buscemi is a... Uh, that's a young Steve Buscemi. I always think of Mr. Furley when I think yeah. of Don Nuts. Yeah. Can't think of him as a body fife. I can't think of him as a body But you know, you know what he looks like, right? 
Pete Davidson? Yeah. I think if I, if I remember, because I haven't been you watching watch, You don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore? Yeah, well, you yeah, know, this guy needs some water know. to lower his salt intake over here. I Someone's salty. <laughs> I just haven't watched it. No, I'm definitely going to watch when Eddie Murphy. See, the, the thing is, I haven't watched mm-hmm. it in a while. It's just, the pre- there's skits that are good, but it just gets too political now. It's like not... It's not as funny as it used to well, be. Well, they tend to take a very liberal stance. Yes, and if, if you're a moderate or a conservative, then... But, I mean, I know, but I mean, I, I understand <laughs> you know? making fun of... But it's just, like, too much. <laughs> I love Alec Baldwin's impression of Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump oh, gosh. Though. Can we just not talk <laughs> about politics wanna, right now? We don't talk about everything. We're just talking about Saturday Night Live. We're just talking about Saturday Night Live. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I just, I swear, every time politics are involved in anything, it makes me cringe. No, we're just I'm talking like, about Donald Trump's... No, we're, in, we're just uh, talking about Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, Alec Baldwin's impression Dude, of Trump. Dude, can I be real with you? I don't want to discuss politics, but if okay. we're going to go there, I'll go there. <laughs> I don't We're like, not going there. Trust me. We're I, not going there. I don't want to. Th- Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there, I promise. Thank you. Uh, I think the, uh, last, the last great funny one I've seen on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. when The Rock was on there. That was like oh, the Oscar oh, thing was good. Yeah. The Oscar the Grabs thing was good. Did you see that? No, we haven't talked about, that, about yeah. that. Dude, I used to watch Saturday Night Live every se- like Saturday night because I have a speech impediment. Sorry. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I used to watch it every Saturday night. Oh, I did it right. Well, um, when you did real, perfect. Yeah, well, and I would eat cheesecake from Friday. It wasn't funny no more yeah, to me. Right. Not cheesecake factor. Will Ferrell was hilarious. <laughs> I, so you mentioned The Rock, so let's pivot to WWE stuff. The so. Rock. Wow, the crown jewel. Let's talk about it the... It doesn't matter what The Rock says. Let's, mm-hmm. let's pivot onto crown jewels. As what? you know, Thursday night was the crown jewel pay-per-view from Saudi Arabia. We alluded yep. to earlier the first women's match in front of a Saudi audience. What? But the big debacle was not what happened... At the event was what, what happened, happened after, where a hundred plus employees and superstars were left stranded in Saudi Arabia, and they could not make the SmackDown Live um, show, and there was a lot of controversy as to the reason why. I do find it yeah. funny oh, that man. Vince and mm-hmm. Rock managed to fly out there with because Hulk they have pride. They have own pride. Yes, I know. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> well, it's I'm like, thinking, is he sitting there in his Tyson plane Fury. waving at these guys? <laughs> Stuck on the tarmac, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I'm thinking Vince probably had to be because you know he's at Raw, right? So yeah. he probably had to make sure everything was was probably yes. ready, so he had to leave early. He probably didn't expect you know for the plane or whatever controversy that was going to happen. He probably right, got yeah. the call after he got back in the states and was everybody else was still yeah. stranded because well, it was of what's going. It on. was previously believed that that Vince um, just left the superstar stranded, yeah. which is not the case. Supposedly, Vince did not leave it. The, you the, know, story the superstars. Come out now the, 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 the stories come out now that those are all just because I know all those internet rumors were. Yeah, there were, there were internet around. rumors. Is what it was. So basically, like people were like basically saying he was flying off, smiling and waving at everybody as he's <laughs> flying by. But I, I assumed that that My was bitches. just haters. Well, supposedly it was rumored that the Saudis owed WWE millions of dollars. Yeah, I heard that too. And because of that, Vince cut the live feed from the pay per view. Yes, and retaliation for that, the Saudi prince. Uh, said that the plane was malfunctioning when it really was completely fine, and they went back to the hotel. But that wasn't the case. That w- <laughs> so that's what the rumor was, but now they're saying there indeed was a mechanical failure. I don't know how those rumors started. But then started, again, think about like, this. I mean, it was really would weird. you trust going on a Saudi Arabia airline? Not really. Hey, that's kind of Especially not when the president owns it. I mean, the, the president hey, of the country owns it. Hey, can I be the voice of reason here? What's because up? Because I'm very neutral in my views. Yeah, because you don't watch wrestling, of course. That's very neutral. Yes. I'm trying to be very neutral, and the mm-hmm. information I am inputting into my brain 
<laughs> and from what I'm hearing, you sound like you are judging somebody based on where they are from. No, I'm judging like the the quality of the you airline. You got that from that? Because uh, you the said Saudi the Arabia airline is, was Saudi Arabian, man. Uh, Saudi Arabia is not known for making planes. Well, what's wrong with being from Saudi Arabia? There's nothing wrong with being from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I have no problem with Saudi Arabia. I, I'm just saying they're not known for making quality airplanes. So well, then go to a different country's airplanes, but, but, fl- but yeah, don't yeah, but they can't go on to a country country's specifically. We're, we're, we're alluding to the mechanical well, we're, we're talking about the mechanical Sorry, I'm just, I don't like it. Well, how did you get that out of that, though? No, because listen. Cause he never said no, it was that, how though. he implied, how he said it. It was how he said it. No, I don't I'm like just it. saying that, they, that Saudi Arabia is not a good, like, uh, mechanical... Engineering They're not known for, for engineering yeah. the then best. You should airplanes. have been more specific, man. That, that's what I basically said. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Okay. So that's my two cents. There's your two cents. Okay. So, but yes, uh, like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Ric Flair, Tyson Fury, Brock, Vince, they all were able to get out of yeah. there. Um, well, they got the first flight. But what w- started the rumor was um, one of the Spanish announced teams said in, uh, did an interview in Spanish and that he revealed all these rumors about the money being owed. Is he going to be in trouble for that? I don't know. That's a good well, question. Well, I said it's on YouTube. Is it, it's YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah it's on YouTube. Yeah. Is, it, is it the same guy who got picked on before? His or? name is Hugo. Yeah. I think that was the same guy who got picked on by yep. JBL. So, yeah. I mean, and then he, you have he like, started all that. Then you have people saying never, like uh, Buddy Murphy tweeting never again, and Rusev saying we all need prayers. Yeah. So people are like really worried about like the superstar safe, safety. In, well, in a lot of them said they wasn't going. If they go back next year, they said he wasn't going. It all, oh, oh, yeah. A lot of them already said they're not going. I mean, I, I don't blame them. I, I mean, why well, go yeah. and then put up? Then last year they had the big thing with well, see, the Goldberg I, and Undertaker match really that messed up everything. Well, so see, I would be offended though, like that a non-wrestler like Tyson Fury made as much money as he did. Yeah. If I work my ass off all season, yeah. and then see something like that, that that probably shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how much did the MMA fighter make then? He made he, was he made it upwards of what? How many? How many million did he it make? It was like they said. It, it was, was crazy. Yeah, he probably made like more. Million maybe. He, pro- like that, yeah. he yeah. probably made more in that match than he did in the regular MMA UFC fight. Scare me. So why do MMA fighters scare you? Because I dated an ex bodybuilder. I'm an ex bodybuilder. So what does that have to do with MMA though? Well, he he still is a bodybuilder, but oh, in my mind he fighter? was, and he also used to be Asian too. But I don't talk to him anymore. He oh, used okay. to be Asian. Okay, what he is he now? Is he Saudi now? No, he's not Saudi. He's from Taiwan. You said he used to be Asian. He used to be. Anything to me. Okay. He's not anything anymore. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. Okay. If we're going to get to specifics. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. long story short, man, you got me distracted. But anyway, I don't. I get scared around people who are like that juiced up because you think, oh, are they on steroids? Oh, are they mo- emotionally unstable? I can't date that. <laughs> that probably doesn't work. Like, I don't know. So you're scared of people that's muscular? I don't mind guys so, that are muscular, so but not the ones me. that are scary <laughs> muscular. Put your two cents in it, buddy. No, I don't like the ones that are too muscular because that's Am that's I a red flag. Hey, I'm six seven, two hundred. Dude, you gotta watch those guns. You gotta watch those guns. Jesus Christ. So speaking of guns, Brock Lesnar defeated Kane Velasquez. You heard that opening promo, right? Yeah. Made him tapped out to the Camorlock. So. You can't really say they're even because it WWE wasn't, it wasn't a UFC fight. It's not a UFC fight. It's a scripted WWE yeah. match. But now they're saying, oh, one and one. I'm like, oh, that's so corny. Now, here's so the corny. thing, though, with Brock. Is he yeah. able to do fighting anymore because of his stomach issues? Or is he like, yeah, no, he's, he's no, he can still go back and fight. I, if he wants to, he could go back to UFC. Because yeah. I, I know they like 
canceled his most recent match, and I yeah, thought maybe it was some kind but of. But he's issue. now like forty. His I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying if he what discipline Brock is it that they there. practice in MMA? It's like mixed martial arts. It's, 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 it's a combination of jujitsu. It's not. It's not uh, mixed martial striking. arts. Is, well, it's a combination of the yeah. I know, arts. but it's, it's not. It's not jujitsu. Because a dad, lot of people do jujitsu. Yeah, a lot of people do, but it's it's different martial arts. Like I mean, right? I that's why I said combination. So I know it's. It could be anything, but yeah. I mean, it's just it's mixed martial arts. You yeah, my dad used to own a karate part. studio. That's what I was, that was alluding to. Yes, yeah. yeah. it's a mixture but, of martial arts. Yeah. yeah, my dad used to own a karate studio in, or I can't yeah. say where, but well, in, in, say where. in Maryland, in you Frederick, Maryland. You don't, you don't want to promote okay, it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's it's not around anymore. Oh, okay. So. Well, then you can say talk about. Oh it. well, then my dad used to own a karate studio in Frederick, Maryland, and mm-hmm. he was in like Ripley's before for like hitting three stories of ice with his hand, but it three was back before the internet was around. So uh, okay. it's not like we have uh, any documentation of that. <laughs> right. So much for being in Ripley's right. at the wrong time. So, yeah. And what about Tyson Fury actually defeating Braun Strowman by countout? Now this is the heavyweight boxing champion yeah, of the know. world, you know. Um, I thought he got paid way too much. I mean, the, yeah, definitely, definitely way overpaid. And of course, the biggest shock was the Universal Championship changing hands. The Fiend defeats Seth Rollins in that false count. Now, match. now yeah. are we talking about uh, does what happened with nice. Brock Lesnar or not after the. So are you alluding to what happened uh, on yes. SmackDown the next But this day? was just to even things out. I so this is where things even out because, as you know, Bray Wyatt is a SmackDown superstar. He won the title from Seth being a Raw superstar. So now that's you can't have move. both they champions. Make, but they, they, that's why they had to move Brock from the SmackDown, Smackdown to Raw. Because then, you can't then, have two major championships on but then, SmackDown. Then again, exactly. I was also thinking about this, too. Like, Paul Heyman's the voice of Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar cannot talk. <laughs> yeah, he can't, yeah. So, you know I mean, what, you like, need I'm Paul thinking, you, th- you know what? We Paul probably, did a great job. I've been uh, thinking on, about on this for a minute, day, yeah. but I'm thinking we, when Brock finally stuck, when he finally talked, he's going to sound like one of the Charlie Brown parents. Like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> 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 Charles, I'm thinking, what's what he's going to sound like? He's like, I'm like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Like, I'm thinking that, but oh he's never. But they said that. I've on, always uh, wanted to hear the Charlie Brown teacher talk normal. Well, what about Mike Tyson? You look at Mike Tyson and mm-hmm. you hear that voice and you almost laugh. Dude, yeah. I wonder how they edit that audio no, no, or no, how no, they edit. I wouldn't tell him his face. I wouldn't tell him his face. No, <laughs> he can still fight. Talk about the Charlie Brown. Yeah, the Charlie Brown. Like, how did they make that noise in that time frame? Like it, at that oh, time. Oh, that. I mean, I think that's just a simple sound mix. Like yeah, a saxophone or something. Probably was some kind of machine. It could be a machine, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it could have been a saxophone. It could be. <laughs> no, do you know what it was? It was the guy from Police Academy because he could make yeah. any sound. Michael Winslow. Yeah, so he would have been great. The guy from Police Academy. But you know what? I was thinking about what you were saying for because mm-hmm. if y'all watch Wrestling Monday, Seth said, you know what? He said, I fought The Fiend. So yep. also fought Brock Lesnar. He said, I just don't have the energy anymore to contend. So that's when... Triple H came out and said, well, I would like you to lead my NXT team. So that's when he was saying, well... So they're going to move him over to NXT? I don't it think might be a possibility. I think it will be. You're talking about Daniel Bryan. Nah, it will be a temporary move. Yeah, it will be As a you know, I was shocked that Finn Balor wanted to return full-time to the NXT. But yes. they need they need big headlining superstars yeah. to be on that brand. But you know the only reason why they're doing so, it because of the AEW. They, yeah, you're right. Because they're trying to compete they, with they AEW. The so they got to get some of the stars uh, to go back. To help build and compete really? with against ACA. Do you really think they're that 
Yes, they are. They pull in the, they pull on trying in to the, beat them in the ratings. Oh yeah. There was no reason to put NXT on really? the air other than the hey AEW. Now, if it was a Monday night, it's not going to work because Raw will be killing yes. AEW. Yeah. Wednesday's the most logical. So AEW would not compete with Raw. Yeah. So if Raw's been on forever, so it's 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 funny to me that yeah. they would try to well Wednesday nights. I was surprised they had Wednesday nights. Yeah. So, but then we yeah. thought about the WWE. But, but, said, well, let's put when, NXT so on Wednesday nights. Before we continue this amazing discussion of wrestling, because I know Elena has very limited interest in the WWE, okay. we're gonna say goodbye, Elena. But we, we thank yeah. you very Deuces, much, guys. I'm sorry, Thanks I'm that coming. girl that like can't like talk about <laughs> sports for too long. Okay. I really love sports, but if I'm not doing them, I can't talk about them. So I need to work out. I weight lift. I lift weights. There you How go. I can deadlift uh, 185, yeah, and I can go. squat 155. Oh, man. Awesome. You should join it. Yep. You should join it. So we're going to say MCW. goodbye to Miss Elena Rose. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on Below the Belt Peace out, show. everybody. Thank you for oh, having yeah. me here. Alrighty. If, if you forget me already, I'm Instagram fluffing fuckery, <laughs> and my YouTube channel is Helena Rose Stardust at gmail.com. Right, so cool. see you guys. It's All been right. real, and yeah. yeah. Okay, right. bye-bye. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, back to um, I just didn't think I. The only thing I probably I try to watch the whole AEW show, but it's like it's sometimes they still it's like every show is like it's always Cody Rhodes and them in the main event. It's like they trying. To, see, I don't that, think they have enough superstars. Yeah, that and I think they're trying to do the same thing they did with. Remember the early days of Impact. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett did the same thing. He put himself in as the main event every. Then Cody, I think, did the same thing. I mean, Cody's talented. But you can't put yourself in the main event. You have to kind no. of push yourself to the side and say, swallow your pride. You have to build those superstars under you yep. in order to make it better because everybody knows who Cody Rhodes Everybody knows who the Young Bucks are. Uh-huh. Everybody knows who Chris Jericho is. Everybody right. knows who John Moxley is. I mean, even though we know him as Dean Ambrose, but... Yeah, John Moxley. I like him better as Moxley, to be honest with you, because he lost that edge when he went to the WWE, and I, it just hurt his character, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's just... They getting the numbers right now, as far as the as far as the whole people watching, because I mean they wrestling fans have been stemming for something different for a long time. But they gotta realize Vince is gonna have the last laugh of all this. Yeah, because Vince is Vince is just holding guys on. He has guys so good, just not even wrestling right now. Yeah. Under contract, just so AEW he can bring get back. Him. He can yeah. bring back like he just hold them, but they can't. I mean, it's, it's been talked to CM Punk want to come back and. Um, I'm CM Punk. I I heard what he wants to do is announce. I heard he doesn't want to really wrestle anymore. No, he wants to. He I think he said they asked him. They said, "What will be the biggest thing of uh, what will help you come back to WWE?" And he said it had to be a ton of money. A ton yeah, of money. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna get that. But he's and he's not going. He's not doing good. Because rumor at was that they were gonna give him a show on Fox because Fox isn't really owned by the WWE. He would just like be like a. Interview type of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, because people love his talk. I mean, he, he can talk the hell out of a mic. Yeah. I, I give him that. He can. But I mean, like, it's like, did he come back for like? They said, all right, we want to use you one time in a WrestleMania match. Yeah, like, he, can you come back and do one? I don't, I do don't one? think he would do it. Like, can we do a WrestleMania? That and is he in the shape to do? Because I mean, it's like he when he did the UFC thing, he got beat so badly. I, I, well, I he just, wasn't doing good at UFC at I, all. I, I just don't think he like worked. I don't know. I just don't think he worked hard to keep himself in shape. I mean, I know he's big into comics and he's big into writing comic books. And I think yeah. I think he just kind of like just took stuff for granted. And if you're not in wrestling shape, you can't wrestle. And see, my whole thing about it, 
AEW is like you always because now you look at they got Billy Gunn working behind the scenes. They got Dean Malenko, Arn Anderson. They got all these dudes that was at WWE that I guess wasn't happy about their standards in there. But now all of a sudden they got them working back, and it's like so. I'm like, okay, why did Arn leave WWE? Well, Arn got why fired. did Arn got fired for the? Did you hear about that? There was about there's a big controversy because he let um, Alicia Fox wrestle a match when she was drunk. Oh, I didn't hear about yeah, that. Yeah, he he okayed it, and they were like, "You can't do that because they're, you're putting people in danger." So, but he said she was good enough to wrestle when she was in no condition to wrestle. She wasn't as bad as Jeff Hardy in that one uh, TNA pay per view, but she wasn't pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't so, know. I mean, Arn, Arn, I, I think it was dumb to fire Arn. I think you should have suspended him or fined him or something, but you shouldn't have fired him for bringing uh, Alicia Fox. Back. Wow, we're going way back to that old news bit, man. No, the, but he, he was talking about it like he thought. No, no, like I remember the Alicia Fox, Arn Anderson um, debacle. Yeah. And how Arn allowed Alicia to perform drunk, but yes. she didn't get in trouble at no. all. But the, in a well, way. Well, she did now. She's In a way, she's still in the contract, but she's not on TV. I so they in fired. a way. They took her off the site. Well, they took her off the site. She, she's definitely getting fired. Oh, but they haven't formally released. They haven't formally released. I think they waiting for a contract to go. But is, she's is definitely. Like, oh. Is it like a third strike? Maybe you yeah. know. But aren't they? Can't they cut a contract for anything? No, I don't think they can. I think, they, oh, I really? think what they do, they just because they know. I a think lot they're of their also wrestlers, afraid AEW would probably just screw right. Yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the wrestlers, what WWE do from when we when I worked mm-hmm. at MCW because we used to use their pictures. And remember, I used to yeah. tell you they used to come after, come after us for the posters. They said yes. you can't use our pictures on, and they were like, "We'll really? sue you if you don't take but those pictures." But you're promoting off. their product. That's stupid. But and there are people that they that they had. Like one time we had um, who was it? We had Goldberg, and I used the Goldberg picture that I found online on Google. I used it, put it on the poster, and they contacted Dan. Dan sent me the uh, message said, "Look at this," and it was saying, "If you don't remove the picture of Goldberg on your poster, you have um, we'll we'll sue you for every." Cause they they say you gotta get their written permission first before you Jesus can use any Christ. of their posts. But they knew, but they knew MCW was getting hot. That's what it was. Cause then the MCW well, was well, being. I mean, well, it's a multi-million thing. dollar company but, versus yeah. independent promotion. Well, independent. I mean, but but the thing They're is, MCW to, the scare does, tactics. Yeah, but it's is. also the farm system for one of their competition, which is Ring right. of Honor. So I think that's one of the main. Well, that just that just recently they wasn't even part of Ring of Honor then. Yeah, uh, it was okay. just it was just they was doing their own. They was averaging like fifteen hundred yeah. people a show for who they was because they brought in Sting. They brought in. And they told me I couldn't use the picture of Sting. I'm like, well, Sting worked for WWE. I can't use the picture right. that I got off the internet that I found. <laughs> I, I know. Say, and, it, and you know, so every picture that I had to use, I had to look and see because it say to make sure it property. It's a property of WWE. Make sure it wasn't popular. So, more or less, so I had to right. do that. Okay, so more or less. The pictures of Sting were him back in the old AWA days, right? <laughs> no, could, without the makeup. Well, you can't even the use the one. Sting. You couldn't use the one for WCW because that's owned by WWE. Oh, now. Jesus oh, Christ! So you had to find something. Or, that or, or have him take a photo. Or have sure. him take a photo. So right. I, I used to ask Dan, like, "Hey, don't these guys have a headshot I could use or something? Yeah, I mean, they gotta have a picture. A non WWE licensed yeah. photo. Yeah. Well, isn't there any Associated Press wire yeah. photos out there? No, I mean, trust me, and you you can search the the internet for, like, so many pictures, but you come up with, like, these little itty-bitty, low-resolution pictures. Because I know the NFL strict on that stuff, too. Hey, as a graphic artist, and I know because I do that as well, you got to have high-res. you got to have high-resolution You got to, or it'll look really horrible. So let's move on to Survivor Series. So a couple of the matches have been established so far. Looking like a pretty cool card. We're going WWE's NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. I like the theme. I like where it's headed. Of course, sticking to just the Raw match, 
the WWE title now on Raw as Brock defends against Rey Mysterio. So that was a really cool way to build up this yeah, match by having Brock. Uh, did see you see? I mean, what, and see what Paul? Yeah. Did you hear what Paul said to Jerry Lawler that so if, you Brock, would, if Brock if Brock hurts you, you'll go yeah. on cardiac arrest and no one will resuscitate you. It oh, was pure man. evil. It is. I couldn't believe it. And then he took the new announcer, Dio Madden, put him in the F5, through the announcer's table. But you know what? Uh, I, I, he I was think bigger than Brock, though. He's taller he than Brock. He was way bigger than Brock. Taller. Yeah. But not wider. No, no. no. <laughs> he, no he looked big when he, when he, when he, when he like got out of He might be a little taller than Brock, but yeah. Uh, he picked him up like he, a goddamn Dio Madden, he, he was in the NFL, wasn't he? Oh. Uh, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so Brock versus Ray, I don't know, man. See, you know what? I'll tell this you what. This screams squash match to me again. Since I have a it mixed really martial does. arts background, how about if I take Ray's place and fight <laughs> Brock? Well, no, Ray did whoop his ass with that, that pipe this weekend. He did. He He's going to use weapons, but I just, I really hope it's not a Kofi Brock match. Oh, that was ridiculous. We, I mean, I that know. was. Yeah. Can somebody explain to me why yeah. did they that do was, that to Kofi? Why? Poor Kofi, man. Like Seriously? just five seconds and bam. And no, and no fucking rematch? Hello? Yeah, that's awful. So I th- hopefully Kofi will get some good matches with the Fiend. From what I understood, he was sick or something, or something happened. Yeah, he had some type of injury. That's why they had to take it off. Of yeah. So we got the said. the women's triple threat: uh, Becky Lynch. It's going to be a good match versus Shayna Baszler versus Bailey. It's going to be a good. So match. all three champions. See, I never saw Baszler uh, wrestle much because I don't watch a lot. Oh, of you don't NXT. watch you don't watch NXT. Well, um, Baszler, is she she's come good? a long. I, I heard a lot of stuff about her. She has come a long way, dude, uh, as a performer. I have to give it to her. She's Coming from MMA, I think if you have an MMA background, well, see, that's you can why, do that's really why well. That's, the, that's why I never wrestled. Do you know why? Because when you do MMA, like, at least when I did it, I get these reactions. So, like, if somebody touches me, like, taps my arm a certain way, I might react in a way that could hurt them. And it's like, I don't want to do well, that. Well, then you'll get a receipt, as they call in wrestling. Yeah. They get you back. The problem is, <laughs> yeah. though, it's you like, got to learn how to pull back. Yeah. It's just it's a different I, method I, I of fighting. Af- I would be afraid of hurting Dude, somebody. Dude, think of it as um like because I have an amateur wrestling background. Th- so think I about mean, WWE is a very similar to a lot of fight chore- choreography. I, I know that, film but I mean, as I said, it's like as I, your, if I choreo- like yeah, I, you know I, I coordinated mean? some fights and stuff. Right. The thing is, it's, it's like, like with me doing that, it's different because I set everything up. But if right. we're just improvising on the scene mm-hmm. and somebody does something, right. I might react the wrong way, okay. and it and it's. Just an instinct thing. Yeah. It's not really, well, I want to hurt anybody, or I would try to hurt anybody, right. but it just could happen. Well, you right. remember that time I fought in Rally in the Alley, right? When I fought at Della Rosa's at MCW? Jesus Christ, wow. It was a tag team match, and uh, I had to train for two weeks. And the one, when we got an actual match, it was some, I, I took some actual, like, I mean, it was one point where I had to get my ass for five minutes. Oh, I personally, I mean, here's and a match right here. Paul versus CJ. I mean, I'm 46 now. And I can't do that. <laughs> I played too much football. My body ain't in no way, shape, or form about to wrestle anybody. I'll be your manager, but I won't. Hey, if you want to be my manager, I'll let you be my manager. Yeah. I won't do anything else. You'll get on the stick, right? I'll, I'll, He's going to be my Paul Heyman. I'll interfere in the matches. <laughs> well, I could do that. That's my funny. name is CJ Burke. <laughs> See, he's a and great man. And I'm the advocate. <laughs> Of the Thundersaurus. <laughs> so we have also... Th- now I have to be the Thundersaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Two more other triple threat matches as part of Survivor Series. The Tag Team Champions. Yes. Raw Champions, the Viking Raiders versus NXT Tag Champs, Undisputed Era. They're going to destroy them. Versus the Revival on SmackDown. The Vikings so, are hard, dude. They're stiff, huh? They, are. They, they come from ROH, but they, yeah. they, they, they got that... 
everything. They they <laughs> just destroy teams. Yeah. It, it, maybe it don't even be. But we'll, we'll go to commercial. We'll be right back when yeah. you come back. They just they just slay and pin the guy. Like damn, yeah. what happened? And then this is a match I'm really looking forward to, guys. The the triple threat uh, U.S. champion AJ Styles versus the a, uh, the NFC North American champion Roderick Strong versus Intercontinental champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. So you have all three of those amazing workers in one match. Shinsuke didn't calm down too much. When he first uh, came, he was built up so yeah, good, he, he and all of a sudden now it's like. Well, he's Intercontinental who? champion. He's well, still but the problem is, like, I think what they he did ain't with been him, built up like he was yeah. before. Yeah, but I think the thing is, you need somebody to talk for him. Like that. that's why they're using Sami yeah. Zayn. Because I mean, Shinsuke, as good as he is, he doesn't speak English, and I think that's the major. Oh, well, that's problem why they have that, Sami Zayn. That's why they have Sami Zayn now, but they right. didn't have anybody for a while. I think yeah. that's why he fell further on the card. Same with uh, Asuka. Like if Oscar, Oscar, yeah, she was dominant I mean, for a while, but, but she's. But at the end of the day, they're both champions. Yes. So they're still. But doing, I'm just thinking that's why know? they're kind of down, and it's it's not really their fault. I mean, eventually they'll probably learn English but and it'll be better. But it's like true, but they're still champions. They're still yeah, champions. Yeah, but after yes. watching them in New Japan, he was way different. Yeah. In New Japan and what he is now. Yeah. Well, he's like this is the watered down version compared to what he well, was in New Japan wrestling. He was strong style, now he's medium style, yes, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so. um, and this is a match I'm re- actually looking forward to because of the storyline that built up, and it's Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, that, I like. I, uh, see I mean, I think one. the storyline, it, it was good to see kind of like a soap opera storyline. Yeah. We haven't seen one in a while. And these are two big dudes. And, and it uh, doesn't involve Mae Young. And it doesn't involve Mae Young, yeah. so. <laughs> so the whole how purpose? hot is Lana? So, dude, yeah. so Rusev's still married to Lana. He's letting Bobby Lashley make out with her uh, oh, yeah. on television. Yeah, it's so. totally acting. So it's he it. probably takes it out on him at night. So, but, <laughs> um, but what was the whole thing about Randy Orton getting involved Monday night when I mean, he gave recess to uh, the RKO? I'm like, so hmm. what Randy Orton got to do with this? That's a good question. Are they going to try to make two new tag teams maybe? So Orton does not have a Survivor Series match yet, but you hear that he signed a multi-year deal with WWE? He Five more years. Yet. He was supposed to go sign with yeah. AEW, remember? Five more years of Randy Orton in WWE. He's not going anywhere. He said... He ain't stupid. He <laughs> you know what I was confused about? I mean, yeah. was this supposed to be part of Crown Draw and they just scrapped it? Goldberg versus Ziggler, too. Because they hooked that. Remember they had that stage fight? Oh, yeah, they never and, and did And then it. they never did anything to finish that. Yeah, and they, they supposedly tried to pretend on TMZ that they had an altercation at the bar. Yeah, because it sounded like they were going to do that on... I thought and sure they, they said that was Draw. legit, but I have a feeling that was still well, a work. they did that, match. That was still a work, no, though, That was I the think. second one. They, no, had a sec- they, they had an altercation at a bar, which you thought would lead up to another match, right? Yes. And they never had that other match. That's a good point. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, Crown Jewel would have been the perfect place for that yeah. match. It's like you don't want to really put it on. Yeah. And they just has assigned one of the hottest um, female superstars who was on SmackDown. She's done some stuff with MCW, Scarlett Bordeaux, signed with WWE. How is she? Is she pretty she'll, good? She'll be uh, reporting to NXT at first. Uh, are you familiar with so Scarlett? She's going out to the... Um, she's going out to the Performance, performance Center, center and she'll probably be right away on NXT. I can't imagine her being a Performance Center that yeah. you know for that short amount of time. Is she pretty good? I've never seen her. She's amazing. She's great. I mean, she's great. I, I think she was an MCW. And before? I think yeah, she she you know what she might have made not a wrestling appearance. She might have made a signing appearance though. Yeah, oh, might have been a signing. Yeah. So I've been so. a lot of those. Well, they got them well, Yeah, I've been in a lot of the, the matches. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. will be a guest on Talk is Jericho, uh, talking about his new book, and he claims to be nonpartisan. Come down, I am nonpartisan. 
but it's an interesting guest for uh, Chris Jericho's podcast of well, all things. Did you see that Donald Trump got booed at the, M- the MMA fight, at the UFC fight? He got booed. He got booed. He oh. can't. He, they walked in together. Wait, wait. Totally booed. So Trump got booed at wait, the World is, Series, and, and he also UFC. and UFC. So but then again, he <laughs> he need to keep his ass in the house. Yeah. But then again, he so. partied with the Nationals. The Nationals had a good time with him. I don't know. Suppo- uh, I don't know. I don't think everybody was there. There might have been a couple of people that were Maybe. Went, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, they said there was like four guys that then showed up. Everybody else said they had a good time. Anyone who was like a true supporter, I think, was Kurt Suzuki who wore the Trump hat. But, I mean, everybody he else was just, just there and hung out. With they, they just put political differences aside and yes, parted with Trump. Yes. Party, and Trump party with the national. You should do. If you're in a sport, you're representing your sport. Yeah. And even if you don't like the guy, just do it. I mean, like, I'm sure there's guys who didn't <laughs> like other presidents. And they, you know Are you mean? a closeted Trump supporter? You don't want to answer that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Not in their business. I'm no longer your man. <laughs> 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 oh my so we always, uh, we always end with some happy birthday shout-outs to end tonight's show. Um, on Wednesday, November 6th, actress Sally Field, who I got to work with at Dispatches. See, I didn't get to work with 73. her. 73. Happy birthday. Uh, Laurie Singer of Fame and Footloose is 62. Um... Corey Glover of Living Color, CM Punk's uh, theme song, is 55. Peter DeLuise of 21 Jump Street is 53. Kelly Rutherford of Melrose Place and um, Gossip Girl is 51. Happy birthday, Ethan Hawke, who's shooting the good Lord Bird. I got to work with him a couple times. There you go. Um, uh, Fandy Newton from Westworld is 47. Rebecca Romaine is also 47. She's she's 47. 47. She doesn't look it. She looks amazing. Actress Zoe McClellan of NCIS New Orleans is 45. Happy birthday to a friend uh, who's been on Below the Belt show, DJ actress from Orange is New Black, Taryn Manning. She's 41 today. Uh, Patina Miller from Madam Secretary is 35. And uh, Emma Stone, the smoking hot Emma Stone. Is 31. Speaking of Emma Stone, did you see Zombieland 2 Yes, I did. That was good, wasn't it? I loved it, man. Did you see after the credits with Bill Murray? Bill Murray was great. It was a good tie into the first first one. I'm so glad I said I need to watch one again to get... Because that was like 10 Dan, years Dan, ago because I forget shit, But somebody you know? said Dan Aykroyd was supposed to do a cameo, too. I never saw yeah. that unless that's going to be on DVD. Oh, this is so funny. I have one more thing before we go because I mentioned an actress from Madam Secretary. There is a fight that erupted on... Did you hear about this? On the Madam yeah. Secretary set between a crafty employee, craft service employee, and a background actor. So apparently the background actor, I believe he was not union. Thank you. You know what? I can actually see that. Actually skipped in line, I think, and then the woman told him to go to the back of the line or whatever. She saw that he snuck in line. They got a verbal altercation, and then supposedly the background actor pushed the woman. Oh, that's not cool. And her husband, who's also working crafty, beat the fuck out of this BG actor and broke his nose, dude. I mean, I think that was Did a little excessive, it? but yeah. that's probably de- well deserved if you're yeah. ignorant like that. Again. I mean, he said, I said he'll never work again. So you're talking about the crafty uh, employee well, or the background the, actor? The background, background actor. actor probably will never work again. So it, it's kind of because like the thing was like he supposedly pushed the woman, but I think if that's the husband defending the wife, yeah, because he had you lay every hands intention, just cause, then. just cause, every intention, and you, ne- and you never lay hands on a woman. No. Yeah. Even though she might smack and punch you. 
Right. You walk away. So yep. that that's what the reported you know thing. Then was. you find a random guy and you punch him in the face. Because <laughs> you can hit him. So it's cra- crazy. The funniest, the craziest fights are happening at the craft services table and at your local Popeyes. <laughs> so Popeyes so chicken and cheese. Yeah, well, I told so. you about the fight in the. I forget what restaurant it was. I think that was might have been a Popeyes. Yeah. At a so. drive-through. Just stay away from the chicken. Just say no. <laughs> no to chicken sandwiches from Popeye's. No chicken and cheese. So I think this is a good time to end tonight's broadcast uh, here on Below the Belt Show. We had an incredible show from top to bottom. I'd like to thank, of course, our special calling guests, Katya Bakat, supermodel and actress, and Natalie Malika. My new Instagram fractured. friend. Fractured, yeah. yes. She followed me back. They, oh, oh, dude, man. she followed you. Dude. She followed me back. Fist pump. Fist pump. <laughs> coming for See, you. I'm not on Instagram, so I miss out. See. And, of course, uh, thank you, uh, Miss Elena Rose, for some yes. surprises <laughs> and a very interesting uh, delivery <laughs> here on Below the Bell. Let's just say. <laughs> like, the, like to thank, of course, the Goodbye. one and only Paul Darth Wallace. I don't miss her. I am a Sith Lord. <laughs> Comedian extraordinaire, CJ Bernie. Begone, peasant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Al Celebrity Soto, and hopefully uh, see you on the next set uh, sometime soon. And, of course, next week, an incredible show that we have uh, more um, interviews from Monster Mania. Um, but we have our first interview from Monster Mania to close out tonight's show that I'm playing on location for your for the fans of Haunting of Hill House. Actress yeah. Catherine Parker. Demon from Monster Mania. You know I was a King of Death demon from uh You were of Shepherdstown. You were once uh, in cosplay as, as No, that. I was the King of Death demon from Ghosts of Shepherdstown, all the recreations. Oh, you were, you were acting. I was actually. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were cosplaying yes. at the con. No. Okay. <laughs> I was covered in blood and did all that stuff. That's awesome. Then you should be a guest at uh, you should be a celebrity guest at that con then. But anyways, yeah. If have you seen Haunting of Hill House on Netflix? No, I haven't seen okay. it. I saw the original one. Yeah. Wasn't so, that a Tony Shalhoub one too? Well, not that wasn't a Tony Shalhoub, but this one. Uh, well, which one am I thinking? Hen- of this Tony is Henry Shalhoub. Thomas. Um. That, bunch that of other great Hell actors. Yeah, it was on Netflix. It? it was produced by Mike Flanagan, who actually went to Towson okay. here in Maryland. Hey, wait a minute. One minute before we go. Wait, wait a second. Mike Flanagan? Mike Flanagan? Did he go yeah. to St. John's? And I don't know about St. John's, but I know he Because you know what? Towson. I went to school with him, Mike Flanagan. I wonder if it's the same guy. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, if but, you guys get a chance. Yes. One more plug? Go watch the Wu-Tang Clan thing on... Uh, Hulu. It's a pretty good series. Oh, the, is it the Tell the stories series? about, yes, the, yes, yes. about heard, the Wu-Tang Clan, how heard, they got started. I heard that was good, man. It's a good thing. Go to, right now, the season has ended, but it's 10, 10 episodes, great episodes on how the Wu-Tang got nice. started. So if you want a good something to watch, watch that. Awesome. Oh, thank check you. it out. Yeah, All right, good. guys. So here, closing out tonight's show, my on-location interview with Catherine Parker from Haunting of Hill House. Completely sweet. Complete sweetheart. Gorgeous woman and a great actress. So closing out tonight's show. We'll see you guys next week. Until then. All right, see ya. Peace. (laughs) All right, guys, we are here at Monster Mania with actress extraordinaire, the lovely and talented Catherine Parker. How's it feel to be at Monster Mania today? I'm so happy. This is my first con I've ever been to. This is your first con? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy to be here. That's actually surprising to hear because it's a little bit of a reunion with your cast members, Henry Thomas and Annabeth Gish. What's it feel like to working with your cast outside of set? 
the best. I mean, we yeah. hang out together when we're all in Los Angeles at the same place at the same time. So it just feels like being with your buddies and getting to meet amazing people who support you, which is the best. Awesome. And of yeah. course, they have to support you. You have an amazing show, A Haunting of Hill House. Um, tell us about the casting process. How do you get on board? So I've been working with Mike Flanagan since 2010. We made uh, an independent movie called Absentia. We crowdfunded it on Kickstarter. Filmmakers keep crowdfunding on nice. the internet. It's amazing. Nice. And his career blew up, and he's an amazing friend and likes to work with the same people, and I've been lucky enough to just keep working with him. Um, so, yeah, he gave me the part of Poppy Hill, which and was incredible. Yeah, yeah, and it helps also be married to Mike because Kate Siegel is also your cast made as well. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It does yeah. help to be married. To him too, yeah. <laughs> and of course, I was telling Catherine earlier that I worked on Mike's first film, Still Life, when he was a, stu a film student at Towson mm, University. That's so nuts. Which yeah. <laughs> goes way back. So yeah, it's yeah. awesome seeing um, an awesome success story from yeah. our hometown. So, what was it like working with Mike as a director on set? Like now, as opposed to before? Yes. Is oh, it sure. The same? Maybe, yeah, has he evolved? Has it changed? Yeah, I mean, I think we both have evolved, but, yeah. but Mike. Um, He's really specific with direction. Yeah. He's really kind. Yeah. Uh, he works quickly. Mm -hmm. And his process has still been this, I would say the same, but now he just has so many more like people on set and moving components that he has yeah. to like direct as well. Okay. Um, it's really collaborative. And what I like about working with him is he sets the cameras up and he tells you where you're going to be. And I find it actually really freeing to be like, okay, I've got to like hit these marks and then create my process as an actor through the movement of where the camera's gonna be. Right. Which I think is really interesting and fun. Not everybody works that way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. And uh, yeah. it seems like a lot of your genre has been in the horror field. Yeah. Uh, some of it, but you've done a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. 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 Do, do you consider yourself like a scream queen kind of uh, actress? No. Okay. Like, yeah. Not, <laughs> like, not really. But I'm mm. happy to like wear that title. But yeah. I just feel like I just want to play lots of different roles and whatever genre will have me like I am happy to be a part of it totally. um, and the horror genre has just been really good to me yes. and they're like usually really cool feminist parts that I like to take advantage of so I'm happy to be a scream queen if that's yes. what people want to call me <laughs> and right. it's certainly the case with your Poppy character as well right yeah yeah very yeah. nice now what similarities do you have with Poppy uh, on a personal level oh my gosh not a lot other than that I feel like we both look good in a 1920s flopper dress yeah, um, but I, I agree yeah thank you <laughs> uh, I was a nanny for many many years and Poppy like kills her children so I'm like oh, we don't have that much in common yeah she felt really separate from me and that's what yeah. was really exciting to play her I feel yeah. um, a lot freer as an actor if a character's really far away from me with different accents hair I dyed my hair for it cut my hair for yeah. it it was really nice to have all of those um pieces to just yes. take me away from myself oh. yeah yeah so cool so um the the Haunting Hill House has a sequel, Green Lit, of sorts, because it's going to go the anthology route with Blind Manor, which a lot of people are really excited for. Yeah. Curious how that's going to uh, happen as far as the cast is concerned. Right. Will they be returning in different characters and that kind of sort? Yeah, so yeah. you'll see some of the same characters from The Haunting of Hill House yes. in The Haunting of Blind Manor. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually know like who all will come back and who all won't. I know Victoria Pedretti and Oliver Jackson Cohen will be returning. Okay. And maybe some other people, okay. but I don't know. Yet, but you should. I love the way you put yeah, your, yeah. that smile and the hands on your face. I don't know, but 
<laughs> but yeah. I think everyone will be finding out soon. soon yeah, right? yeah. And it'll the season will have different directors, which yeah. is cool. Mike Flanagan did everything for the for hunting season one, right? for season one, right. yeah, for the hunting of Hill House. But oh, wow. um, yeah, this go I think we'll have a lot of female directors, which is okay. really cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm thinking really almost similar to the, how American Horror Story is laid out. I think so. I yeah. yeah I think it. I I don't know their process, yeah, so yeah. I don't know, but I. We're, we're pretty different from them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Completely yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about some of your other projects. I'm looking at your IMDb. You actually have, um, well, we love you on Oculus, by the way, which is great. Um, but uh, let's talk about some of your latest projects. You actually talked about one project, Like a Boss. Uh, you're oh, working like with uh, yeah, Rose yeah. Byrne, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I play Selma, ha Selma Haddock's receptionist. Can't okay. speak today. Um, Selma Hayek. We'll yeah, edit that out. Don't worry about it. I can't find it. Rose and Tiffany Haddish are, yes, are in it. I got to improvise with them, and that was really, really fun. And oh, it's cool. a broad comedy, so very different from the awesome. horror genre. Yeah, great. and Lapham Rising is a great film that's going to come out next year with Frank Langella and Bobby Cannavale. And oh, nice. Sock Bobby Cannavale. I just yeah. saw him in uh, a play. Oh, with, awesome. Um, with um, the Harry Potter kid. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. yeah. Cool. How was it? It was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah cool. Awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about Dr. Sleep. Yeah, so I play Silent Sari. I'm a part of the True Knot. Okay. Um, I'm a part of a tribe of people who have been living for many, many years who take children and suck them for all their worth and steal okay. their shining. I'm so glad you completed that sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all day first. Well, Catherine, yeah. I think we'll end on that humorous note there <laughs> with this amazing action. Any other thing we should plug before we uh, wrap up tonight? Mm, I don't know. Okay. What else? Yeah, let's. What's on there? <laughs> we also have Rust, the short in post production. Uh, that's been that's been going for a while. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Rust, okay. but that was cool. I worked with Pat Healy, and he was amazing. Awesome. And yeah, that's well, it. Go. I don't the know. Amazing. Time the time. lovely, talented Catherine Parker Thanks. here with Full Empire Promotions as part as Monster Mania. This has been uh, Below the Belt Show. If you could, Catherine, let us know who you are. Hi. Uh, Throughout your character okay. from uh, the Hunting uh, Hill House, and then let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Hello, the belt show. Got it. Hi, guys. My name is Catherine Parker. I play Poppy on The Haunting of Hill House, and you are watching Below the Belt Show. Nice. I <laughs> love it. Yeah. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, until next time, keep chilling like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.